No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BC Broadcast Group Incorporated. Where the models are going to start playing some real teams, we've got those real teams you're playing with. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Like Milwaukee and, and Washington, and Washington and Milwaukee, and Milwaukee and Washington. in Chicago. Oprah. All right. Good to see you, darling. How are you? It is so great to be here. As a transgender, now, when did you make the decision to be a woman? 2002. You, you kept your reproductive organs because you thought maybe one day I'll need them. Absolutely. Your genitals. <laughs> now let's get to the penis. I'd love to. Yeah, what's wrong with this picture? You um, look like a man. And I don't mind. You don't mind me touching? No. That is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. (laughs) 108 inches all the way around. Obviously, I'm very proud. Thank you for sharing your story again with us. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. She's a man. She's a hell of a guy. 7.8 earthquake in China. So the... There's a bunch of dead Chinese and a bunch of dead right. Burmese. I think the Lord is pissed off at the ease. And then they're having like a Hezbollah shooting all kind of people yeah. like a lesbian on the lesbian ease. Hmm. Anybody who's an ease. Wow. Am I leaving anybody out? No, it's a good thing that some of us are ites. Chinese, Burmese, Lebi- Lebanese. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Francaise. Yeah, God's missing the French, man. Your aim is bad, as usual. He's got, just got bad aim. <laughs> Religion exists for two purposes, making money, well, three purposes, brainwashing, making money, and justifying hate. Sure. All of these things, but nevertheless. All of these things. Like slavery. Slavery was always a good thing. The Lord liked slavery. In fact, he used to give instructions to his lemmings on how to treat the slaves and Mm -hmm. how many you could have and where you should do them and where you should do them and stuff like that. Here's our poll. Now, let's see. Wait a minute. Oh, and by the way, thank you, Mr. President, for those great gas prices. Price of gallon of gas, that's a new high record, 371.8. Woo! Wow. Retail gas prices increased for the sixth straight day and hit their fifth consecutive record. Auto Group's AAA website show today. The national average price for a gallon of gas, unleaded, regular, regular, rose to an all-time new high of 371.8, up one and a tenth cent from the previous day. Drivers now pay 21% more for a gallon of gas than they did a year ago when a gallon of gas on average cost 306 Consumers have been pinched at the pump as the price of a barrel of crude oil has doubled in the past year. Let's see how that crude is doing today. You think it's still pretty crude? Oh, yeah. Well, let's take a puke at it. I'm, I'm waiting for the thing to come up. There's okay. that silly right. guy with a mustache on BNN. That silly Canuck with that big handlebar mustache. One twenty-five twenty-seven. That's a bargain, Matt. It's down sixty-nine cent. Down seventy cent. One twenty-five, one hundred twenty-five dollars and twenty-six cent for a barrel. What a bargain! Are you happy about that? Thank you, Mr. President, and all your Saudi lunatic friends for those low gas prices. You butchers, you rapists, you murderers. Okay, here's the poll from Friday, and Eric didn't get back. Well, he was uh, away for the weekend, which he warned me. So the one for today we got on late last night. Now Chris isn't with us because he's still stuck in traffic. Is that the deal? That's what he says. So Josh Cordes is here briefly until he has to go back and take care of important stuff. How are you? Like eating the food. 
You got free food coming? Yes, I do. Yeah. From Howie's? Yep. Well, that's good. At least he'll be there long enough uh, for the food to be there. Now, I, I don't know where uh, Chris is today. He's out and allegedly stuck in traffic somewhere for like an hour. Did he call back again or not? Not since the last time I told you. I don't wow. think he's going to be here for the show. Well, what do you mean by that? Uh, he's going to be stuck in traffic for four, four hours? I'm just telling you what he said. Wait a minute. That's not what you told me he said before. Not that it makes a big difference, but... That Josh Cordes is going to be doing the first two segments, and then Greg is going to do the rest of the show, I believe is what I said. I remember saying that. Maybe it wasn't to you. Maybe you had the mic well, on. Well, how do you know you're going to be stuck in traffic for four hours? I don't know that I'm going to be stuck in traffic for four well, hours. How does maybe he, know? he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he has a crystal ball right next to his lead one. He told me that it was shut down. He's not moving. And where is he? On the turnpike, I, I believe, is what he told me. There's something to that. Somebody said that Okeechobee and the turnpike is whatever, shut down. Wow. Well, that'll teach him to live in Dade County. What mm -hmm. a schmuck. Okay, here's the poll from Friday. How many votes did we wind up with on this thing before I finally... 1,115. Woo. Bill O'Reilly, 167. We left off Sean Hannity off here. I'm sorry. Only so many slots for right-wing lunatics. Bill O'Reilly, 167. Rush Limbaugh, a very close and respectable second, 161. It was a real hoss race, man. Neck and neck, nose to ass. Rosie O'Donnell, speaking of fat ass, 133. Oh, we didn't leave Sean Hannity off. He's in fourth place with 72. Somebody said, you left off Sean Hannity, whoever the hell that was. Schmuck. Jerry Falwell, 52. Dr. Phil, 48. Late edition, did very well. Tied Oprah, isn't it? Now, don't you think that's symbolic since yep. she invented him? Yep. Dr. Phil, 48, and Oprah, 48. Pat Robertson, 42. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, 36. Hey. Dennis Miller, 32. Nancy Grace had... About 30, man. That bitch. Dr. Laura Schlesinger, 21. Kathy Lee Gifford, 19. Donald Trump, 16. Polly Shore and Ben Stein had 14 each. Star Jones, 13. Brian Gumball, 13. Geraldo Rivera, 12. Jim Rome, Roseanne Barr, Larry King each had 11. Oh, there's too many names on this list. Take the midnight to read the list. Jerry Springer, 10. Martha Stewart, 9. Each of these had eight. Tammy Faye Baker, Whoopi Goldberg, Don Imus, Robert Novak, Howard Stern, David Spade. Seven for Judge Judy. Five for Jerry Lewis, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Barbara Walters. Will Smith had four. Montel Williams, Dick Vitale, and Jim Gray, and Sally Jesse each had three. Two apiece for Gary Coleman, Tom Green, Bill Maher, Ron Popeil. Oh, come on. Give old Ronnie a shot. Charlie Groden, Gilbert Gottfried, Chris Matthews, Matt LeBlanc, Fran Drescher, the nanny. Arsenio Hall, Emerald Lagasse, Calista Flockhart, and Bob Costas. They each had two. They each had a pair. Bob Costas should have done a lot better. He's annoying. He's just annoying. He's a little twerp. A little jock-sniffing twerp. One each for Jim Cramer, Bob Eubanks, Morton Downey Jr., Greta Van Susteren, Drew Carey, Carson Daly, Martin Lawrence, or Vince McMahon. Ed McMahon didn't have any. Neither did Maury Povich, Maria Bartiromo. Oh, you're so lovely today, Maria. Those lovely bags, those big hefty bags under your eyes. Uh, Louis Anderson, Christopher Lowell, Ann Robinson, Ted Koppel, Jenny Jones, Susan Lucci, Ricky Lake, and Joan Rivers, they all had. Oh! I'm surprised Joan Rivers didn't get any votes, aren't you? No. Why not? She's not nearly as obnoxious as a lot of those people on the list. Yeah, but uh, sh should have gotten something. Uh, being and not as funny as you think you are is nothing compared to some of those people on there. Oh. That are just evil, foul. I do like those uh, Geico spots that she's in, though. Mm-hmm. I can't feel my face. and that, That's good. I like that. She's only had, like, what, 745 uh, face jobs? Last year. None of them helped. A lot of spastic surgery on that bitch. The most important person in the history of porno industry is, now this is a really, you know, we've done this before, 
So I just grabbed it out of the history there. Although it seems to be getting a lot of votes, considering it only went on there late last night. I'm a fat Jew. That's who I voted for, Al, because I feel Me so too. bad for right. what they did to him. I feel really bad. Al Goldstein, the establishment destroyed him, man. They just absolutely pilloried him. Well, they shot Larry Flint. They tried to kill him and damn near did. They put him in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. And Fat Al, they just destroyed him. They sent him to Rikers Island with a bunch of murderers and lunatics. and may I bet he had a good time in there, though. The most important person in the history of the porno industry is Hugh Hefner, 107. Could there be any doubt? Oh, wait a minute. The first time we did this, Larry Flint won. Beat, his, beat him big time. How do you like that? Hmm. Out of sight, out of mind, I guess, huh? I reckon. Hugh Hefner, 110, Larry Flint, 95. I don't watch porno, 39. Well, too bad. Whoopie-doo. We know what you're doing in your spare time. You're looking for glory holes. Probably. Linda Lovelace, 27. Al Goldstein, 21 for Fat Al. It used to be. That was funny. The guy that called Friday said he saw Al on somewhere recently and about how we always thought Al was a big fat guy and he's not anymore. And like I told him, he's on the starvation diet. Right. The forced starvation diet. John Holmes, 15. Ron Jeremy, 14. Fat. Tracy Lords, 11. Jenna Jameson, 11. Seika, 10. Jeff Stryker, 7. Christy Canyon, 6. Peter North, 5. Bob Guccione, 3. Now, that's interesting. He's only got three. <laughs> I guess they don't read Penthouse anymore, No, right? they don't know who that is. Really? I don't think so. Victoria Paris, 1. And 1 for Nina Hartley. Randy West didn't have any. <laughs> All right. Randy West had the big O. boy, Randy. Schmutzy. Really nasty looking. Anyway, 276 vote. WQAM, Bruce Rossmar, Harley Davidson, and South Day Dodge presents the 105 Days of Harley. You could be one of 56 winners of a 2008 Harley Davidson motorcycle. To register, go to any Bruce Rossmar or South Day Dodge showroom or any Hooters location log on, or log on to Josh's website, WQM.com, with which he's doing such a magnificent job. Eh. Are you doing a magnificent job with it? That's what I hear, man. Unless you're kissing Marlon ass on there. Like, let me say it again. If they play Washington and Milwaukee every day, which yeah, they yeah. do. Okay, they're the best team in baseball. They'd be almost undefeated. And let, let me say it again. Yeah, depending on who they're playing. They're playing girls' teams every day. I don't want to pee on their parade. And they still don't draw flies to their home games. That isn't their fault, but they don't. There's no interest. Now, what are you trying to say? Are you kissing up? Is that the deal? No, they suck, man. I didn't say they suck, but I'm just saying yeah, they did. play girls' teams every day. That means they suck, no? No, well, we'll see when the schedule kind of evens out and they start playing real teams. We'll see how they do against them. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You think that's fair? That's fair. Good. Boy, you sound like really uh, down today. Now, he's not too happy about having to have this sprung on him first part of the week. No, not Coming only here it's Monday. Chris. Not, what? I'm not, it's just Monday. That's all. Fat Chris has got uh, some real issues out there, man. He's always stuck in traffic. He's always having uh, issues. He just can't get from point A to point B. He has difficulties. You hear from him again or not? Not lately. Really? Since that last update, no. So in other words, he told you he's not going to be able to get here today, get there? Yeah. How does he know that? Maybe he's psychic. I just never heard of it. That would be like my, my sending you a message at 3 o'clock this afternoon saying, I feel fine right now, but I know I'm going to be sick when I wake up tomorrow morning and you're on tomorrow. Like that. Don't you see the similarity? Well, no. 
12 minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. In fact, I might just send you that message. Okay. Things are going so far. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking into a tin can, into a tomato soup can. You know, hurricane season is just around the corner, so make sure your home is properly protected with hurricane panels, shutters, or impact windows that comply with Florida building codes. To be safe, all the windows and doors need approved protection, the kind you can get from D&D Aluminum. D&D Aluminum has been in business for more than 30 years now, so you can be sure they'll get it done fast. D&D Aluminum will deliver your order within two weeks, just two weeks. That speedy response time is really comforting during hurricane season. And as a MySafe Florida Home certified contractor, D&D Aluminum can tell you if you qualify for a MySafe Florida Home $5,000 matching grant. Don't wait for your shutters and don't wait to call D&D Aluminum. Call this number, 954-987-2206. That's 954-987-2206. Or go to their website. D&D Aluminum's website is weshutter.com. It's been about 30 years since his last pubic appearance before catching a plane to Canadadia to escape South Florida. But now, after discovering that Canada Dry Soda is actually made in Plano, Texas, Neil Rogers is back. Saturday, May 17th, see Neil Rogers and George Rodriguez live at Gulfstream Park and Casino in prestigious Hallandale, 3 to 5 p.m. during the Preakness Simulcast. Free Neil and George t-shirts and posters will be given away. Pedal fast as you can in a tricycle race to win an Orlando weekend getaway. This could be your last chance to see the man who lives in Canada, yet bravely chooses to eat microwavable bacon. Don't miss Neil Rogers and George Rodriguez, Saturday, May 17th, 3 to 5 p.m. at Gulfstream Park and Casino. Are you or someone you know spending too much time, energy, or money gambling? Is gambling interfering in a personal relationship, your job, grades at school, or home life? Get confidential help by calling the Florida Council on Compulsive Gambling Helpline at 888-ADMIT-IT, 24 hours a day, because admitting you have a problem is the first step to getting help. That's 888-ADMIT-IT, or on the web at gamblinghelp.org. Imagine reaching thousands of potential customers in one place. It's possible if you have a professionally designed website from Beasley Interactive. We offer a full web design package for any type of business on any budget. The complete package includes building your website, hosting it on the web, and training you to manage it. Increase your exposure to the public at a minimal cost. These days, everyone looks for a web address to find out more about a business. Make sure your website is the one that stands out from the rest. Power up your business with a complete web design package from Beasley Interactive. For more information, call 305 0167 or email us at webdesign at power96.com. Hi, this is Joe Rose for Home KO. At Home KO, save 50% every day on kitchen and bath cabinets, granite countertops, sinks, faucets, and more. Save big on all your flooring needs wood, laminate, ceramic, marble, bamboo, and granite. Home KO's got it at knockout prices. Home KO has locations in Miami, Cutler Ridge, Miramar, Tamarack, and Fort Myers. For more information, visit HomeKO.com for kitchen, bath, floor, and more. Where you go, Home KO. 
Ed Helms Electric and Air Conditioning is the number one electrical and air conditioning service company in South Florida. You've seen one of our 100-plus service trucks on the road or in your neighborhood. To continue to be number one, we hire only the best service technicians to meet the needs of our customers. We have positions available in both air conditioning and electric service. If you think you have what it takes to be the best, now is the time to contact Ed Helms Electric and Air Conditioning. Ed Helms Electric and Air Conditioning brings our service to your home or business where you need us, when you need us, at a price you can afford. Call for service or to apply for a position at 800-329-2520 or reach us on the web. Only AT&T has family talk with unlimited texting to anyone on any network. So why not text your love to mom this morning? WQM, happy Monday to you. Let's take a look at that QAM schedule, man. We are really kicking ass with this schedule. We got the Jerk Show from 2 to 4. Oh, my God. Wow. Then Mad Dog 4 to 6.50. How come we can't get a scam like that? Get something like chop off the last 10 minutes of the show every day, 10 to 2? Yeah. Like like a separator between us and jerks. Let's work on it. 6.50 to 7, we got first pitch with Jesse uh, Agler from the, uh, the Marlin pregame report. Wow. And then uh, 7 to 9, Dolphins all ass. It's a total, absolute tune-out, followed by the DA show 9 to midnight. And he's new in town. He's a new kid on the block, and he's suffering tremendously. All his numbers in the book started with a, oh. because he follows uh, dead air. But he'll, he'll come around. Or not. Once that heavy promotional campaign kicks in. 567, we're going to take a million calls today like we did all last week. We managed to get through the entire week. Aren't you proud? Yep. And then this Saturday, I'm going to be down there at Gulfstream between 3 and 5 in the afternoon. George will be there. Who else famous? Steve Sloan from our sales department will be there. Probably P.D. Lenny will show up in spite of the fact that I don't want to see him. I have no doubt. Yeah. And some other people we don't want to see. I'm positive of that. Mm Mm-hmm. 567-0560, pound 560, Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. Josh Cordes is going to be there? That's right. I might bust out the video camera, start taping you, you know, for the the website. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who that could be on line nine. That's our first call. WQAM, hello. You want to talk to me? Uh, I wonder who that could be. WQAM, hello. 
Hey, cowboy. Yeah. How are you? Okay. Yeah, you going to be there on Saturday? What I just get through saying? Woohoo! Can't wait to see you, man. I'm going to give you a big kiss in the forehead. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. Like I said, there are going to be a lot of people there that nobody wants to see, and that's why they're going to show up to be seen. Five six seven oh five sixty. You know something? I may have to go back to my old style here if these people don't want to respond here today. Yeah. Trying to re- recap- recapture the glory days of day years gone by on this otherwise fading. And I also uh, been reading about some of the signal problems we're having too. You know, we just had the Spanish interference from Cuba. And the popping and puking. We have some real issues here, but then again, don't be bothering management with stuff like that. They can't be bothered with that. They got important stuff like selling. You know, they're selling and selling and shelling and selling, and that's it. It's all we care about. Get a lot of spots on there. Everything else is secondary. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How's it going? Okay. Hey, just let you know, the internet feed is down. Um, just no, it is not. No, it is it not. Is not. No, it is not. Have a nice day. Yeah. See, that, that's South Florida for you. Just try it for aggravation's sake. Mm-hmm. The Internet feed is not down. It's got green lights. If it was down, I'd already, Brandon would have already given me a, a heads up and heads down. I would have had plenty of uh, tourists about that already. Wouldn't we have had plenty of another yet? You know it. But there's a guy who just calls to try to start the week off on a really sour, negative, nasty note. As if, you know, like that's going to change my life. The Internet feed is fine as wine. You jackass, you moron. You typical South Florida loser, you. WQAM, hello. Father Neil. Yes. What about when they used to cruise in the 80s? Why don't you talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah, let's hear about yeah. that again. Cruise this. Moron. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How yes, the sir. heck can anyone say Hessner's uh, the uh, guy responsible for the porn? He's got the boringest magazine and the boringest porn style that's ever been invented. Yeah. Well, I just think uh, it's not very uh, exciting. You think what? I don't think it's very good. I don't see how people can vote for that. It's kind of watered down for porn. Wouldn't you say, George? Hello. Is this thing on? Hello. No, it's on. You're, you're not, but it's on. <laughs> Have a good day. You know what it's on? Drugs. WQAM, hello. I'll be there, sir. QAM, hello. Oh, it better not be. That is pretty bad, so don't make me nervous, okay? Uh, I, I want to ask you a question about... about, 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 about yeah. Come on, I told you to... to Fake stutterer. No, you don't. No, I do stutter, but I'm trying to talk to you about something. Yeah, sure. Okay. What? Go ahead. Please, I want to know, uh, when are you going to be at Gulfstream? When the cow jumps over the moon. Oh, God. I'm WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. I have a bone to pick with you, Neil. Yes. This uh, must be every- a hotel pharmacy guy. Now, every time I listen to your show, all you do is bash the collar, bash my bash everything. And well, let me ask you something. Have you got mush in your mouth or your teeth on the, on the sidewalk somewhere? What's the story? I can't understand it. What are you saying? Teeth on the sidewalk. There you go. Yeah. Nothing positive to bring, bring to any. You're on a radio show who has the ability to make people happy, and you would rather make them miserable. Like no, you're already now. miserable. I don't need to do anything to make you miserable. You got the head start. No, I'm not miserable. I'm Put scared. your teeth in and act like a man, okay, and quit the talking like some cemetery village retard, okay? I didn't realize it was retard on Monday. 
You didn't get that memo? No, I, I faxed out. it to you. Oh, me, good. Let me refax it. WQAM, hello. Yes? You're nowhere near as hateful as Dean Cain, are you? You're going to prove it. Dean Cain's a hate monger. <laughs> Oh, nobody would know, though. Maybe if he had an audience, somebody would know. On a radio station with call letters that even he doesn't know. But nevertheless. WQAM, hello. I'll see you Saturday. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I have something positive to offer. Yeah? If any of your listeners have any old, crappy cell phones laying around the house, mm -hmm. if they go to cell phones for soldiers.org they will send them a plastic envelope postage paid and they recycle all the old crappy cell phones and mm -hmm. they buy phone cards for our troops in Afghanistan and Iraq great in case they want to do that troops in Afghanistan and Iraq great in case they want to do that, it's self. That thing's going to show up on Friday or Saturday. I hope not. And I'm leaving it in your capable hands, by the way. Yeah, well, we're going to have lots of goons around there. That's what I meant. Mm -hmm. With cattle. 424 cars. votes. The most important person in the history of the porno industry, Hugh Hefner, 117, Larry Flynn, 109. Nobody else even close. Nobody else even close. Seymour Butts didn't even make the list. Name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 550 QAM. The fourth leader. Let's walk away and let everything end to the horror. STD-laden strip joints. Approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Online gambling scams. Approved by Joyce. Words containing the word bag. Rejected by Joyce. Erectile dysfunction spots. Resoundingly approved by Joyce. Tuba sounds resembling fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Blatant sports-related faggery and sports show hosts encouraging kids to rob liquor stores. Happily approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. But of course, they're disgusting and grotesque and smelly. 10.30 at 5.60 WQAM. Saturday should be a banner day, shouldn't it? Out there oh, at Gulfstream. Oh, it'll Between be great. Three and five, signing those picture cards and uh, talking to all these nice, wonderful people we're going to stop by. And also some retards and idiots that we don't ever want to see again. See, that's the one thing for sure, and you know this, and you can count on it. If there are people who know that you don't want to see them, they'll be there. Oh, yeah, count on it. Like the guy with the eyes, the guy with the fanny pack. Perfect. That one, that thing. That creature, and probably his boyfriend, too, Moron. Moron? Yeah, he'll be there. What happened to George? Uh, he's uh, dropping a deuce, apparently. Is he really? He's dropping a deuce. Boy, you sure have a way with words, don't you? He's dropping a deuce again. Maybe he's playing assy Deucey. WQAM, hello. Read the hazing star. WQAM, hello. You? Yes, sir. How's it going today? Okay. Good, good. Hey, you know, uh, what's the best airlines when you fly out to town? Do you have any recommendations? What is I mean, it? What's the best airline to fly from, uh, like, say, Fort Lauderdale or Miami to Toronto? Why, are you coming here? 
well, yeah, I'll be landing next Wednesday about 3 o'clock. I was wondering if you could pick me up at the airport. Yeah, okay, yeah. no problem. Huh? Well, I, I hear you got big steakhouses, and I don't want to go to the Brainstem Steakhouse. I'd rather go to Morton. And I hear they got a good one there in Toronto. You know what I hear? I hear you need help. WQAM, hello. I don't mean to play uh, junior program. Oh, the Whisperer is back. The Whisperer is back. But uh, was it a new segment with George doing, like, uh, pre-recorded interviews? And... No, it's a spot. It's a marker. Oh. Okay? Yeah, write it down on your ass, okay? Have somebody write it in magic marker on your left cheek, you moron. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I'd like to nominate Tara Patrick for your poll. The, the, the poll is not, we're not building the poll, okay? For your favorite uh, fantasy. Why, why should we? Tara Patrick builds my poll. Yeah, I'm sure she does, yeah. I mean, next we're going to put the Bambi Woods on there, you know. I mean, uh, let's put all of them on there. What? What are you laughing about? I uh, just thought that was funny. Debbie does Del Rey. Bambi, whatever happened to her, boy? She disappeared real fast. She was a real uh, hot number, Bambi they, Woods. They all do. They're all ugly guys in that movie, but then again, that, that's my biggest complaint with porno movies, both straight and gay, is that the overwhelming majority of the guys are really, really ugly. And they are, Like Ron Jeremy, for example, although most of them not as ugly as that. That's a bad example. Who wants to see ugly people having sex? WQAM, hello. Rebate here. QAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, I want to be seriously talking to Neil. I beg your pardon? I want to be serious and talk to Neil. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, um, first of all, I was talking um, to Footy a couple weeks ago on another report, mm -hmm. and... Um, you know, I just brought up a question to him, which would be a good poll. And, um, you know... I the question was what? The, the, the question is, here's, here's the poll. Here's, here's the poll question that I would pose to you. And that is, what did African-Americans do to America that is so bad that makes people feel the way they do? You know, like with uh, Reverend Wright and all the stuff that has happened. You know, a lot of people have a lot of negative things to feel about African-Americans for maybe just because of maybe a, the minority argument, um, African-Americans. Yeah, and? But I just, I just want to know, in a poll, like if you just had a poll, well, what is black people do to make people feel that way? And then you would just ask them and let's just see, um, you know, what, what the tally is, you know? Okay, great. Well, it would be a long list of things, I guess. Oh, my God. What? Oh, I was falling asleep there a little bit. He wants to know what dark folks. I know what he wants to know. White folks, he said okay? it like nine times. Well, he well, Footy didn't understand the first date. Footy's a little bit slow and old, and his red his nose glows when he gets a question like that because it has nothing to do with where can you get the best Cuban sandwich? Where can you get the best uh, Reuben sandwich? You know, stuff like that. That's the real heavy local intellectual crap that Footy deals in. As opposed to us who deal in these intellectual calls. I got a uh, text message from George. He said he's stuck in a traffic jam <laughs> on the throne. And he doesn't know when he'll be back. Well, well he was... might miss the whole show then, like Chris. Yeah, evidently there are some people who are opting out of the show today. I'm sure that Fat Chris was one of them, but now George is, uh, he's, he's taken ill on the throne, I guess. <laughs> the king of QAM, he's permanently on the throne. Hello. Oh, there he is. QAM, Hi, I'm here. Yeah, good. Dropped it. By the way, it was a pileup. Paramedics came. There were injuries. There Jaws, of life. Is what I heard Jaws of life had to be. QAM, hello. Hi, I'm in New York City. WQAM, hello. 
Yeah, I will try to talk to Neil about a kickball game on Saturday because my friend says he has a radio show. So if you're having a hard time and on, if you go to church on Sunday, it's fine because he will play on Saturday. So it's kickball for Jesus. And if your wife's divorcing you and your father-in-law's Mr. Moneybags and he's trying to kick you out of your house and just because two of the kids are yours, then just come and play some kickball and it's going to be co-ed. And both, both guys and girls. Are... Okay, great. Have a great time. Kick ball for Jesus. All right. All right. Kick Jesus in the ball. Five, six, seven, oh, five. He only had one of them, I understand. Really? Just one one big nut, yeah. I see. Kind of like Mariah Carey with that one breast, you know, in the middle of her chest. Five, six, seven. Oh, she got married recently, Mariah Carey, to some guy who is not Luis Miguel. It took her uh, a long time it. to figure out that Luis was. Yay. But nevertheless, she's a little slow, Mariah. WQAM, hello. Hi, Rob. WQAM, hello. Can I have an autograph? WQAM, hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, I'll tell you a little quick story. Uh, I know Mother in lieu of Mother's Day. My mother, she died of diabetes about five years ago. She was uh, 57 years old. Wow. Um, she loved ice cream. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one time when she was alive, we kept on wondering why her, her blood sugar was in the 300s, occasionally even in the 400s. Mm-hmm. Well, she got in good with the ice cream lady around the block. And she would park her truck there and just buy bars upon bars every day and just eat them up. And then she died. I can laugh about it now, but just say, hey, be careful. Eat your ice cream in moderation, buddy. We want you alive. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, he can laugh about it now. I guess it's pretty funny that Mom died 57 from diabetes, huh? She had a deal going with the uh, ice cream lady. Yeah. As opposed to just, like you know, like anybody else going into the store and buying it. Well, you know, you all play these games, you know, all you fat people. Wait a minute, I think that guy who does polishes the knob, I think he's out there again. Hold oh, on. The, the knob polisher? Yeah. The knob guy. See how much he charges. How's it going, Greg? Good, George. Good, good to be back. Good to see you. Yeah. You're good. Good. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything. Have a good weekend? Yes, it was a very good weekend. Yourself? No, no, it was boring. Everybody... Everybody shined me this weekend. Everybody that said that they wanted to do something, yeah, me too. they didn't do it. Yeah, I guess he's out there. He sure makes a big racket when he um, polishes those knobs. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're off to a tremendous start today. This is more of what I had in mind, with the exception, of course, of uh, Darone and his boyfriend there. We will kill them both if they show up on oh. Saturday. What are you, what are you awing about? I'm just saying, what a what a fantasy, you know. Just like Michael said, I'll kill them both. Set a meeting mm-hmm. where I'll be safe. Clemenza can plant a gun and I'll shoot them both. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Jamba. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hola. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Um, now, I, I got a question for you. Did you see the, the, the um, first daughter wedding? No, I did not. There were some pictures out there. and there was Why would I care about that? Well, not that, you, not that you care, but there was just something interesting I saw. Um, there were some pictures released, and there was a, there was a black priest that, that, or preacher, I guess, that um, did the ceremony. So I thought that was a little strange. Why is that? Well, what difference does it make what race the priest was? Well, why does that make a difference? I, I don't know. I just didn't expect it that way, I guess. Yeah, well, now get a life. 
Watch something a little more interesting than whether the first uh, daughter is getting married or not, okay? If that's interesting to you, that means it's time to exit the planet, okay? Make some space for somebody useful, which you ain't. 5670560, oh, pound 560, the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We love the Marlins. They're on fire. Oh, yeah, they're on fire. They're flaming is what they are. Flaming. I mean, you know, so Alan, uh, what's his name? Dershowitz. Uh, Alan Cohen, he destroyed the Panthers. And these, these clowns are like uh, putting on a dog and pony show. And they got their new state and they cried and they cried. We're going to leave. We're going to leave. We're going to leave. You know. And now they're playing like Little League teams every day, winning a whole bunch of games, and everybody's getting all whipped up into a frenzy about it. Why does Joe continue uh, kissing their ass? Is that, uh, is that his way of striking know. back? Seriously. Why does Joe keep sucking up to them? And uh, I don't know. Can't I know it's, it's part of it's supposed to be sarcastic, but it just, I don't know. It doesn't hold any water. I don't get it. But nevertheless, it's better than the Beast. We don't want to hear about the Beast needs to lose a lot of weight or he's going to die. Ba, 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 ba. So how's Jerks doing? You running into him lately or what? Uh, not today. I know that uh, Josh is a big fan of that show. Last week. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes. I want to tell Neil that uh, good, good thing to offset the whole racial balance, you know, make the racial balance out in the whole presidential election would be a uh, would be a McCain Condoleezza Rice ticket. That, what? That, uh, McCain. McCain for president, Condoleezza Rice for a... Uh, yeah, that would be wonderful. WQAM, hello. Hey, pal. Yeah. Two things. Uh, is there going to be security around you? Lots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The listen. Army. Another thing. Can I make a comment? Well, let, me, let me ask you this. Why would you ask if there's going to be security? Well, I don't case. know. There's a lot of crazy people out there that adore you too much. Mm-hmm. Listen, honestly, Neil, can I make a comment, please? Real I'm quick? listening. We're waiting for it. Okay. Uh, we're in a real bad catch-22 here. If Obama does win, there's going to be something possibly negative that could happen. And Reverend Wright, with his, all his pontification, there'll be riots in all these cities. No, there and won't. It, let's say the, uh, there aren't going to be riots in any cities. <sighs> but, okay, listen. No, I you need friend. mental health. Yes. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Dumb as dirt. <laughs> this is Eyewitness News. The president is about to speak. Let's listen in. Across our country, many Americans are understandably anxious about issues affecting their pocketbook. Gas prices have gone up by $1.40 per gallon every day. Congress needs to drive up prices even further. Congress needs to make energy even more expensive. Higher prices at the pump and even... Bigger electric bills. I don't think this is too much to ask, and I'll be glad to take some of your questions. John. Mr. President, can I ask you, are you high? Uh, John, that was three questions. No, it wasn't. The second part of your two-part question. Are you baked? When you ask four or five questions, it's hard for me to remember every question. Whatever medication you're on, break the pills in half. Drug use is fun, and um, I love to smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> 1047 at 560 WQAM. This is an amazing story. A legally blind man, 78 bulls, a perfect game. Really? The only reason I found this is I was looking on the Herald website to see if there's something about that crash on the turnpike where uh, Chris is allegedly uh, stuck all day. Yeah. And there's still nothing on anybody's website. I checked Channel 4, Channel 6, Channel 7, Channel 182, and I can't find nothing. The Herald ain't got nothing. The Sun Simile got nothing. 
Eyes got plenty of nothing, but nevertheless. A 78-year-old legally blind man nicknamed the Hammer. Oh, so many hammers in so little time. So many mad dogs and so many hammers. That was funny. Has bowled a perfect game. Dale Davis of Alta, Iowa. Nailed 12 consecutive strikes and reached 300 on Saturday night during league play. It's a great sport. It's something the young, the old, and the handicraft can do, Davis said Thursday. I guess I count as the old and the handicraft. Davis has suffered from macular degeneration, a chronic eye disease for the past decade. He can't see out of his left eye and has limited peripheral vision in his right eye. Davis's perfect game came at a roll-off to conclude the league season at a four-lane alley in a small northwest Iowa community of about 1,800 people. Century Lane's owner, Clem Ledoux, said Davis's game didn't draw much attention until he reached 10 strikes. That's when folks poured out of the bar to watch his final two shots. Davis, who stands 5'8 and weighs just 115 pounds, threw a Brooklyn where a right-hander strikes on the left side of the head pin for his final strike. The feet brought wild cheers from Davis's fellow bowlers and onlookers. It went down there, and somebody hollered, Brooklyn, it was just a solid sound in the pocket, said Davis, with average scores 180. It was quite a thrill. For just a few minutes, I felt like a pro. Davis warned his unique moniker as a child from his blacksmith father, moved from California to live with his sister in Iowa, shortly after losing his sight in his left eye in 97. She encouraged him to start bowling again. He now bowls twice a week, and his fellow bowlers help him with pin placement and making sure he picks up the right balls. Oh, yeah, always make sure you're handling the right ball. Sure. That would be really bad if you're right. handling balls and kind of find out they're somebody right. else's. All depending on who they are. Former Republican Representative Bob Barr is expected to announce that he's running for president as libertarian. Bob Barr with a little uh, Hitler mustache, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember Bobby Barr from Georgia? Yeah. His candidacy would be a wild card in the White House race that many believe would hurt Republican Senator John McCain. Good. All right. Barr had scheduled a news conference. He's got it scheduled for this morning at 11 o'clock. He must first win the Libertarian nomination at the party's national convention that begins May 22. Party officials consider him a frontrunner thanks to national profile he developed as a Georgia congressman, 95 to 2003. Bill Abar helped lead Bill Clinton's impeachment. He quit the Republican Party two years ago, saying he'd grown disillusioned with its failure to shrink government and its willingness to scale back civil liberties and fighting terrorism. Maybe he can be the Ralph Nader of the Republican Party. Wouldn't that be sweet? Poetic justice. All of these things. Bobby Barr. Mm-hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're off to a tremendous start on the phone this morning. I mean, really, even I'm shocked. Aren't you? Yeah. A lot of real old retards this morning so far. I mean, really, really old. Oh my God, the crowd are crazy today. Well, yeah. Well, it is not nut job Monday. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, uh, who was it in the 80s that said that reading on the air is bad radio? Was that you or Steve Kane? Because it, it is, it's boring. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Do you or George either have um, Sirius or XM? Do we have what? Either no. Sirius or XM? No, because Yeah, we have FM, doing, yeah. Are you, <laughs> the reason I ask is what they're doing is they, they take existing channels for some reason, and then they turn them into single artist channels, and most recently they have an all-Neil Diamond channel now. Oh, God. And, uh, I mean, you know, obviously they can't get enough material to cover 24 hours, so I actually just heard a cover of Stairway to Heaven, which was absolutely nauseating. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious about that. And if you're looking for things for Chris, you can always look on um, floridaturnpike.com. Well, don't, don't you find it funny if, if the whole turnpike is blocked off and uh, we, wouldn't there be something on somebody's website? Yeah, well, probably. Well, knowing the news guys down here, probably not. 
But if you do go to um, FloridaTurnpike.com, they they usually pretty good about updating it. Okay, thanks. FloridaTurnpike.com. Go to it right now. Turnpark. Turnpike. Uh, I was it Florida or FLA? I don't know. I did FloridaTurnpike.com, and I'm uh, I don't know, not at the right place. FloridaTurnpike.com. Thank you for stopping by Creative Web Design. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, yeah, it must be FLA. I don't know. I mean, this guy's trying to be helpful, and he's giving me a song to dance about some website that doesn't exist. Sure. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, Neil, can you play that uh, Slim Shady bit for me? No. Hey, well, hold on a minute. My girlfriend's home. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, there's a brand of Halva called Halva. I don't know if you knew that. And? Question my Judaism clubman dreared, all right? Clubman dreared? Yeah. Likely story not all the to be a Jew. That's the same idiot. Clubman mm-hmm. dreared. Wow. <laughs> like I said, all the goyam all the time. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. We used to have Ben Stein until he found Scientology, so we've already got enough problems with our schmuck. Putz. WQAM, hello. Hi, we're friends. With that bow tie. WQAM, hello. I'm in the room, Ron. WQAM, hello. It's Florida's turnpike. Add an S at the end of Florida, and there's no mention of any uh, traffic tie-up. What did I tell you? See, I think uh, you're getting screwed with today, okay? How can somebody call you at 925 in the morning and say, I'm uh, going to be uh, uh, stuck on the road all day? Well, not that I want to be the uh, devil's advocate, but I will be anyway. Maybe he feels like he's not going to get off there uh, in time to make it worth the uh, the schlep all the way up here. And so all the way down up, here? All the way up here. Because he's coming from the deep south. Deep, deep south. And so he decided to uh, bag it, as we say. Wouldn't you think somebody would call if they were stuck on the turnpike, if there were some uh, contradicts going on? Do you think somebody in this vast audience that we used to have would call in and say, oh, yeah, the Chris ain't making that up. There's uh, like an 85-car crash on the turnpike. It's been shut down for hours. Or like that. Maybe. I don't see nothing. I don't hear nothing. Well, I hear something. WQAM, hello. Hi, Drown. QAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. On the news this morning, all they were talking about is the construction from last night. Ran over till this morning, and the turnpike is basically down to like one lane. The turnpike is what? Yeah, from the construction last night. All right, that's all. Have a good day. Do you understand anything he just said? There's construction, and they were talking about it on the news this morning. That's all they're talking about. That's what he said. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Hey, Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. Yeah, they did have two lanes blocked off at the Okeechobee Turnpike uh, Plaza. That's why the traffic was backed up from Okeechobee Toll Plaza all the way back past the Bird Road Toll Plaza. So, just one of your thoughts. Is, is it it's still uh, blood backed up? Yeah, the toll backed up. Okay, thanks. <laughs> See, there we got one guy uh, calling who knows what's going on. And the rest of these people are... And, of course, I say the rest of these people, which there are only two now. Right. That, that's just, that's uh, what we got. There you go. That's Jolly Joe for you, man. He's done a heck of a job on this show. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I want to personally thank him right here on the air for the phenomenal job he's done assisting this show. 
and making it what it is today, a pale shadow of what it used to be. How are we doing on the poll? The most important person in the history of the porno industry is, we have 494 votes. We're going to make over 500 today. How do you like that? After a really slow start, because Eric was out just screwing around all weekend. Hugh Hefner, 141. Larry Flint, 124. I don't watch porno, 49. Your likely story. Linda Lovelace, 32. Al Goldstein, 27. John Holmes, 23. Ron Jeremy, 20. Grotesque. Tracy Lords, 18. Seika, 14. Jenna Jameson, 12. Christy Canyon, 9. How come we don't have uh, Debbie Woods on here? Or Bambi Woods. You on it? No, just okay. a joke. All right. Well, uh, what's his name? Cordis uh, chuckled a little bit before when I said it the first time. Oh. Jeff Stryker, 9. Peter North, 7. He didn't chuckle this time, though. Nina Hartley, 4. Bob Guccione, 4. Victoria Paris, 1. And Randy West still has the big O. Embarrassing. Get named the best talent here. With Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 550 QAM. The fourth leader. You got that cutout uh, again started. Just on that break. Cut up. Oop, that one like that. Any questions? I'll just say one more. Welcome back to the return. Of the Mo Howard and David show. With none other than my most hated colleague, Geldy. Hi! I'd like to thank everyone for the massive letter writing campaign to get me back on the air. You know, I. What do you want, Mullethead? Can't you see I'm talking over here? Yeah, but we're really not on the air. Well, what about the letter writing campaign? I mean, there were letters by the thousands. I told you not to use the same return address. I didn't use mine. Yeah, but they retained them all to me, you bastard! You're right. And that Jack's guy is still on the air. He absconded my giggy, and he never got right. Yeah, that's right. He never... Hey, where you going? Hey, old long he was, he require me. I require you take off those gangster pants. Now, wait a minute. Okay. Now, bend over. Yeah, hey, now, who the hell? I said bend over. Okay. No, 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 no. You got it all wrong. Okay. You go home, then I go do do do. You ready? Okay. Boom. Do 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 do. Eleven oh three at QAM. So anywho, now you better say something so I can tell if you're something, going to be something, out. something. Hello, hello, hello. I'm not really sure. Really? Want me to hum? Want me to play some music? During that last break, no, you sound okay now. But it started. It happened one time last week, but then it came back in the middle of the break, and it's like you know that dropout stuff. Speaking of dropouts. I did find the Florida's Turnpike.com and active incidents, accident in milepost 32. Uh, low Cut it out. Now, did you find a story? Did you find a deal? I f- no, I found these. I'm on the Sun Guide Traveler Information, and it's got a little code here. And um, but it You've doesn't got what? Like a code, you know, like it's got a little map. It's got a code. We'll give it with, a um, little symbols and things on it, but it doesn't say anything about the Turnpike. But 
you know, that's just one site, and I don't no, know. No, you're not cutting thing. out. Okay. I think it's going to be intermittent, mitten to rinnin. No, I don't, I don't find any story about any mishap. Now, we did have that one caller a minute ago who may have been making that up or not, as the case may be. I don't know. Or maybe everybody just missed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe everybody in the media, everybody at the Turnpike website, whoever runs that, maybe they just missed it. Or maybe they just don't care. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Um, I just wanted to call in and let you know that it's going to be a long week for you because I call in every day to mess with you. Oh. WQAM, hello. Okay. Yes? Oh, Neil, I'm sorry. Sit, please hold. Um, you what? I apologize. I was in another world. There was, um, Gail D. finally grew a pair. He was really going after you over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was very upset that uh, he's piling on About now. what? Well, he's saying now that the ratings and Sedano's beating you and it's garbage. And, you know, uh, we had a sign on and he only does Mo bits. And uh, Mo and I, and he didn't say Mo, Howard and I haven't been on for five years. And, yeah, I was surprprised. He's usually pretty supportive. Mm-hmm. But, Supportive of like I need his support? No, not at all. But no, he always says he actually was says, "Oh, I'm glad he keeps me in the you know the public yeah, eye." Well, maybe had nothing else to talk about. I know it's terrible. No, well, with the hockey team, you know. Yeah. Thanks, Neil. Thanks. <laughs> Woo! Gelly was going after you, man. He's really uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Little squeak, my still. Okay. By the way, I found out from River what a backstabber you are, Gildy, So you're not fooling me. Maybe you're fooling some other people out there, but... Meh, meh, what am I going to do? Meh, Norm says I should do the morning show by myself. Meh. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. I'd like to offer my services for you this Saturday to beat up anybody that comes within 10 feet of you. Free of charge. Okay. Uh, including these callers. My goodness, man. <laughs> it, 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 not too good for you, but it makes for uh, for good listening out here just to believe what a bunch of... What, what do you mean it's not too good for me? Do you think I get paid any more or less if I talk uh, to people I, with an IQ larger than their thumb? What do I care? Oh, no, no, but I just think it's good for you to have to put up with all this. No. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's not then, sir. Have a great day. And you too. I'm sure that there are people out there who wish it would be, oh, we just drove him crazy, like that yeah. other punk, that uh, five-year-old child I called a little bit ago. Right. You're going to have a hectic week. Well, you know what? Big deal. All I care about is on the 10th and 25th, or preferably a couple of days early, which lately it has been. Thank you, Jolly Joe, even though you're an idiot. But uh, that the check shows up. That's all. It's all that's important. All the rest is window dressing, okay? Whether we have brilliant calls, stupid calls, idiotic calls, moron calls, yeah, that's uh, got nothing to do with anything. With anything. Plus, it keeps some of these bastards off the street. Public service. So, uh, Tubby never called you back, did he? No. There's a reason for that. Sad. Maybe he's back asleep again. I don't know. On the road? I don't know what his story is lately. I don't know what... No, not on the road. In the bed. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. With yes, the uh, Florida, Florida Turnpike situation? Yeah. You know, they only have like two or three lanes, so when there's an accident, it, it backs up. And uh, But they clean them up pretty quick, and it sounds like this guy just gave up too early because uh, you know, you're sitting there and nothing happens. Oh, what the hell is that? I'm not going to work. But uh, he probably would have been arriving about now if he had just stuck to it. There's, but, there's, uh, no, there's no uh, jam. There's no blockage. There's no nothing. 
No, they probably cleaned it whenever he called. They probably uh, cleaned it up already, so he yeah. just probably just quit. So, uh, well, maybe he turned around went back home or something like that. Maybe he just walked away from his vehicle. Maybe he just left it there and uh, locked it up and uh, walked away. You think? It's possible. Or maybe he got hijacked. He just didn't want to tell you that. I have no idea. It's just very bizarre. His behavior lately, as far as showing up, has been somewhat bizarre. But nevertheless. WQAM, hello. Don't hurt me. Maybe he found a real job that pays more than like a buck and a half an hour. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. I just came back from San Juan and I saw all of George's relatives. I was in Puerto Rico, Woody. the place on the planet. Yeah. Is, it's place. cutting out so bad now I can't do the colors because they're, they're just really? dropping out. We're going to have to reset both units on each end during oh, the next break. Oh, boy, here we go. You want to do that during the break, or how do you want to do that? Well, yes, we should do it during the break. I have to reset my end? Yes. Rectum. Urine and my end. Okay. And why is that? Because that's it how just, it's done. It just happened maybe. at the start of the break, at right. like uh, the last break. Because that's how it's done. What do you mean that's how it's done? When machines aren't doing what they're supposed to, you reset them. That's plan no, A. No, no, but uh, it just seems very strange that it started at the beginning of a break. Like maybe Cord has stuck his finger it's somewhere. got to start sometime. You know? What? When things start going wrong, they got to start sometime. Okay, well, let's do the break and we'll reset. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. And the sports leader. Neil Rogers. Ah. And I'm the baby. Oh! What? Stand for orgasm? No, that's just short for Orlando Bloom. You don't look Jewish. No. 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 Wow. No. Wow. Now Neil's going to rip me for four hours. Well, I've been asked to keep this in strict confidence. But in case you're wondering why we're here, Joe got suspended. Joe got suspended. <laughs> uh, maybe we should take this call from our special guest, Roberto Luongo. Hiya, Roberto. You know that I'm the voice of the Panthers now? Yes. Hey, aren't you that squeaky voice guy that goes by all the time? Oh. <laughs> me confused with a character on another show. That's not me. I have children, you know. Doi, doi, doi. You have a funny name. What okay, did what's you? this call? Why did you? Doi, doi, doi. doi. Well, we can't get into that right now. Oh, there's that Nazi Bob Barr. The 59-year-old Barr uh, must win the Libertarian nomination at the party's national. Yeah, we already know that. 1115 at 560 WQM. Yeah, you're a good one to be talking about ratings. Very impressive, that one point oh. that you had when you did two to four there. At least he was consistent with Mo. They both kept the one point. Oh, good job. Okay, 560560. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Monday is a difficult day for them to keep it up. You know it for four hours? Oh, yeah. And you're still cutting out. Sorry. Sorry what? Sorry I'm cutting out and they know about it and he's, uh, you know, Steph's here and he's going to go call somebody. like. I just don't understand how that happens. I mean, out of the blue, out of nowhere. We it, do almost an hour. It might be just... a line problem between us having to do with, uh, you know, AT&T or whoever our provider is. Yeah. For the uh, high-speed uh, uh, line. Yeah. Uh, Dude, he's like that. WQAM, hello. Don't hurt me. Oh. QAM, hello. That's Five 
<laughs> I heard both of those mm -hmm. just fine. Of course. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Do you have any of these uh, folks show up on Saturday at your appearance? No, none of them. No, you just you just disappeared. Sorry, no, none of them. Normal people, nice people. Hey, Daryl, how you doing? I said I'd shout out to him. And Mark, the promotions guy, wanted me to say something about him too. So, mm -hmm. hey, Mark, the promotions guy, new promotions guy. Oh, we got a new promotions guy. Yeah. So, hey, well, Mark, you got that. a loud voice. How's that? There, I said something about him. It's uh, much worse than it was before, so the resetting really helped a lot. Not really helped like magic. If that doesn't do anything, then it's got to be a line problem. It's got to be a what? A line problem. But it always straightens itself out every time, or at least it usually does. Right, because without them doing anything, the company, like AT&T, straightens it out. The what? The company. The people who provide us the line. The company? Yeah. Whichever company it is. I'm just saying AT&T. I have no idea who it is. Yeah, you're just pulling it out of your ass. You right. have no idea who That's it is. That's right. No, none. Could be Bell Canada. Who the hell knows what kind of That's goofballs right. it is. Could be sabotage. Could be Ma Bell on me. WQAM by the uh, T-Set. Mm -hmm. WQAM, hello. Right. They usually done, right? QAM. Now, yeah. Got a report, Neil. Southwest 72nd Avenue between Pines Boulevard. And Pembroke Road, they're they're going after everybody. Oh, 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 oh. Watch out! So, uh, where's Chris? I don't know. I'm serious. I mean, this I'm not that it's that major of a deal. No, I mean, I what's call the him. story here? Let me to call him. Yeah, call him up. And see uh, if he's still asleep. Matter of fact, I'm going to call him and tell him to call the hotline. No, no, I don't want to talk to him on the air. Why not? With all these great calls we got? Yeah, we could do that. Let him call the bat line. We'll put him on the air and he have him explain himself. Hack some stuff, yeah. I, I just don't get it. I mean, seems to be, you know, every day I sit down here and you come on and say, oh, Chris isn't going to be here until he's in the middle of traffic somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's what you get when you live down there in Yenemsveld. You know, a lot well, of he shouldn't happen. be living in the Yenemsveld. Well, he can't afford not to. What do you mean by that? With all the big bucks that they're paying him there? Right. He lives with his folks. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I got nothing. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Would you marry me to make me legal? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Good morning, sir. QAM. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Quick question, Yiddish 101. Isn't the isn't the expression "ichabderindred"? Or am I wrong? And that's the question I have. Isn't the correct pronunciation "ichabderindred"? Yes. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Not jeered, okay? Jeered. We got a phony Jew now. That's uh, in fact when he calls, you know, we got the quarter schlock guy, and we got the uh, the hotel pharmacy guy. We have the phony Jew guy. Why not? Let's have one of each. That can be his tag, the phony Jew guy. Everybody's got to have a tag. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. QAM, hello. Hello, I won't hurt you. WQAM, hello. Neil, I will bear knuckles like you. You too. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. And they told you you got. And now, you know, yes. it's all said and done, and it comes down to it. It all comes down to this. <laughs> 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 
WQAM, hello. Lord Bay. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. I'm going to come and meet you and George Saturday. Yeah. Can't wait. My name's Cliff. I'm, I'm not the pool guy. And? Oh, he's not the pool guy. Thank God for that. So what's the story? Did you go hold of uh, Fat Chris? I sent him a text uh, with the hotline number and told him to call it. And for an added bonus, I can't receive faxes today. I already got a couple of emails saying that the fax machine isn't receiving. Oh, and, and also, we have now had a, few, a couple of dropouts on our... Uh, everything is technical disaster this morning. It's a disaster, Jolly Joe Bell. It's a technical freaking disaster. Wow. The fax machine ain't working. The uh, streaming is dropping out. The uh, We got this bloop, 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 uh, like that. I don't see the bat line ringing. I don't see Fat Chris uh, responding to your plea. No. Now, you got the faxes I sent you this morning, right? The log and the schedule and all uh, that, Mishigosh? That worked. All right. For some reason, it ain't receiving. How about if I send you a fax? We can try that. <laughs> test fax. Wow, this, this is like a disaster today. I was unprepared Monday. for this. Monday's just practice anyway for the rest is of the week. Is that what right? it is? It doesn't count. Practice, uh, practice makes prefect? We hope. Well, right but I doubt it in our case. Let me scribble something out. This is a test. Taste. Test. Okay, I'm going to go over to my fax machine, which works fine. Thank All you. right. I know the fax number. Good. You don't have it on speed dial? See, you screwed me up. Oh, jeez. One, two, three. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Four, eight, six, It's going nine. to zip on through there, man. All right. I'm going to keep an eye on it. How do you know where you can't get any faxes? How do you know that? Oh, wait a minute. Look at who's on line 12. Hello? Hello? Yes? He does. Who's this? this? Chris. Who is it? Chris. George told me to call. This isn't Chris. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is Fat Chris? Yes, it is. Doesn't sound like you to me. Sounds like it to me. So what's going on? Um, I'm After finally turning around a half hour later, I'm almost finally home. Where was this wreck? I don't know if it was a wreck or a construction or what, but uh, I was in traffic from the time that I got into the turnpike. You were what? In traffic from the time that I got onto the turnpike. From all the way down by Snapper Creek Service Plaza yeah. until I turned around a little bit before Okeechobee. By the way, your fax machine doesn't work, George. It's ringing and ringing. It's not going all through. Right. We have a technical disaster, so it's a good day for you to have to go home. You hear that? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Okay, see you, Chris. It says call pickup, but it's not, uh, you know, that's all it says. It just says call pickup, but it ain't picking up. Okay, here here comes the uh, sheet that will explain what happened, why it didn't go through from my end. Excuse us, folks, we're having a technical breakdown at QAM. unplug it and plug it back in. What, mine? It says yeah. busy. I'm going to go up and unplug your busy. Back. <laughs> Plug it back in. Why? I'm going to unplug mine and plug it back in. Oh, yeah, just like that thing was going to go, yeah, you're a maniac. You're a crazy person. Listen, I don't know what world you come from, but that's the first thing you do when something ain't working. They turn it off and on. Guess what? It what? didn't work. That doesn't mean that it doesn't always. That's the first thing you have to do with All right, anything. You know what? While we're on, it's time to a little break. I'm going to reset the uh, telos while we're on. While we're on. Oh, that's going to yeah. sound awful. I don't care. Better play some music. No. Don't spin some, wax. spin some wax over here. No.
if I was a little faster. There we go. New, new Chemical Brothers. I'm stuck on this song. Not Chemical Brothers, Frank? Yeah, I like some of this stuff. All right. This is brand new. And Joe Bell says he's going to love this. It's just still doing the same thing. Okay, okay. kill the music. Joe Bell says what? Tell Neil to quit bitching. Equipment fails from time to time. Be the response I'd expect to hear. That's precisely what I'd expect to hear. In a technical disaster. Now, have you died or something? What just happened there? I'm right here. What? Have I died? Oh, there. Oh, it's much worse than it was before, by the way. Great. So I think if I can keep resetting it, I'm Resetting might it will completely disappear. We'll lose contact with each other. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep resetting it during the break, like 20 or 30 minutes. For what it's worth, you're coming through. Uh, you haven't dropped out or anything. No, I understand that. Just As usual, it is not on this end. Do you understand? Even yeah. though he doesn't understand my frustration and the aggravation involved yeah. in this, and, uh, you know, forgetting about the quality of the calls, the technical quality is like that. No see? one said that it was on that end. Oh, I understand, but I'm just um, making, I'm just verifying, and I'm saying it for the record, because right. it's always 99 and 9 tenths percent of the time, it's always on right. the end. Exactly. Why should today be different from any other day? That's what they say in Ireland. And what, what's he doing? Tell him to go do some management work, okay, and stop worrying about this show. He never worried about it before. Why should he start today? We've got some uh, dropouts on there, too, three. But the green lights are on there now. We're streaming the fax machine. Now, how about if you try to send me a fax? All right. But your incoming is definitely not, uh, I, I think you have to unplug it, because it's as busy. I think you got a, a jam on it. Let me do that, then. Well, it didn't sound Italian night. Oh, this is that thing that's got that long bed in the middle, which is good. Yeah, it's like a donut. Yeah, it's got a long, a big donut with a big hole in it. You could uh, read a weather report or a long Your fax thing is still busy, by the way. I, I know, we're going to work on that now, so step says. Okay, well, we got 75 different problems, but don't be bitching now because Jolly Joe, uh, you don't right. like that. He didn't really say that, did he? Let me forward you the text. He sent, he sent you a text message? I'm forwarding it to you. He what? I'm forwarding you the text. Yeah. Why'd you just read it instead? I did, and then you didn't believe me, so now I'm forwarding you the text. Okay, here it comes. Tell Neil to quit pitching equipment fails from time to time. That's great. That's what I read to you. Well, tell Joe to uh, screw off. You can reply to it yourself, possibly. God, equipment fails from time to time. Yeah. See, this this is a real. I should say that as evidence. So stuff says yes that uh, you know having reset both of our units on each end twice and that not being uh, you know the resolution that it has to be with AT and T. And he put a call into them, and um, if they start working on it, that means they're you know they'll they'll take the line down. So he's not gonna he's not gonna. Oh, well, I just do that. I just lost you in that last break, uh, break for about a minute. He told them not to do that until 2 o'clock because in order for them to uh, work on the line, they're going to have to bring it down completely. So, Well, see, what I'll do is I'm just not taking any more calls, which I, I know based on today what we had so far. Is really, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're missing a lot. Very unfortunate. But no, since, oh. since I'm coming through loud and queer, yeah. 
and I've still got a pretty good pile of crap here uh, built up, mm -hmm. uh, I can probably just do my stories, you know? Mm -hmm. Or you can spin some wax or both. I got it going. Tony of the quit bitching. Equipment fails from time to time. This is a reflection of someone who has so little clue about what this is all about, what we do. This is the part that's very sad. Well, it's one of the parts. Yeah. Very, very sad. Well, going you know what I mean? Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ah, like that. Going is helping. As opposed to saying we're doing something potentially constructive. You know, it's, it's always the same. The same fat ass attitude. But that's okay. Because the, uh, the thing on that poll uh, ten days ago, whenever it was, that was correct. Five more years of angst and grief. That's correct. Just keep the checks coming, oh, Jolly Joe. You do a fabulous job on that. Keep them coming nice and early, and uh, that's it. Quit your bitching. Quit your bitching. No, I'm gonna, in fact, what I'll do is I'll bitch from now till 2 o'clock. Just as an act of protest. Do you understand what that even means? No. Hey, and, of uh, course, now that he's got your, uh, your cell phone number... And you two yeah. are such good buds. Uh, so now, now every time he wants to relay a message to me, he, he texts you on it or emails you. Right. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Like the complaint about, oh, was it pick on Mexicans Day or whatever that was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Remember that? Well, I actually got a chuckle out of that email. Yeah. Oh, as well, if. in an ironic as way. I'm supporting half of Mexico and Toronto when I'm I picking on Mexicans. I mean, you can accuse me of a lot of things, David, phony David, fake. Uh -huh. Exactly. So anyway, the, uh, the fax machine might be resolved. I don't know. Steph went over there and did something with it. He, he diddled it? He, yeah. And Are you going to try to send it to fax me something or not? No, no, no. I can fax out just fine. Oh, you can. He says somebody over the weekend must have changed the, uh, the, the receive must mode. Must have watched the cutout. Changed, somebody, changed the setting, the receive mode. Somebody was in here potchking. And I know oh, that, how unusual, QMC. The door, this is what aggravates us. And because what day right. of the week is it? It's Monday. Monday. And what day right. is notorious when everything in the right. radio station is all screwed up and all the settings are on right. and messed around with? Monday. And but don't complain about it. it. It happens from time to time. It happens all too Thank frequently here on Monday because it's a playground. It's a kitty court right. on the weekend. And even though I locked this studio door when I leave, it was wide open, propped open. Sure. On Monday morning. There you go. Because here, everybody and their brothers everybody got the key. Had their way with it. Right. Go in there and have a field day. Go in there and play radio. Right. That's what goes on at QA. Rifles through my drawers and it doesn't even feel good. Oh, you just disappeared. Sorry, I'm right here. Oh. I mean, it was bad before. It was like, oh, oh and now it's like whole chunks of sentence are just dropping out. George is a dropout. No. Like that. That's it. That's what we got. Great. But quit your bitching because Jolly Joe don't like it. Well, you That's know what? Right. We don't like it either. Like like we wanna you know like we wanna go through this every uh, every couple of Mondays. Like when you came in this morning, remember? And uh, I heard uh, you take the audio off from the station, but then I didn't hear anything. And uh, you hear me now? I hear you. No, I'm talking <laughs> this morning. You had to do that. Yeah. Because of some setting was screwed up. Right. But you see, when you start talking about things like this, you're talking a language that these people don't understand. What's it got to do with the ball game? What's right. it got to do with the draft? What's it got to do with the Marlins? What's it yeah, like that? That's not, the only language right. they speak. And not only does it not do any good, it just gets you laughed at. It gets what? It gets you laughed at. They just make fun of you for even trying. The most important person in the history of the porno industry, Hugh Hefner, 164, Larry Flynn, 139. They're really tight. They're close, side by each. We have 567 votes. I don't watch porno, 59. Sure. 
Linda Lovelace, 37, Al Goldstein, 30. After that, everybody's kind of small taters, including Ron Jeremy, only 22. How could Ron Jeremy be the most important person in the history of porn? Why would, why would anybody vote other than, <coughs> other than the fact he's on 400 TV shows? Don't you find that rather name bizarre? Name recognition. Remember, that that people vote on the poll based on name recognitions. And whatever, the fact that he's double right. they Whatever they've heard that? of, whatever name is most familiar to them, that's what they'll vote for. I see. I'm hey, not sure if maybe... I what? just received a fax. You what? So I just received a fax. So no. Yes. Mine? No. What is it? It's a poll suggestion. A poll suggestion just came through on a fax, and now you're going to fax it to me and see if it's coming back uh, at me? Right. Back at you? And it's actually not a bad idea. You're still cutting out, though, by the way. What? 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 Oh, it's a bad poll? No, I said not bad. Not well, great, but idea? I mean, it's what, gonna, what, are you, what language are you speaking now? It's not a bad poll suggestion, is what I said. It's not my fault you can only hear every other word, you know. I only hear like every third word now. What? Oh, quit your bitching. Technical crap happens, you know. Yeah. Especially when you let a bunch of children run around and potchkey around with expensive equipment or even cheap equipment, okay? That's when it happens and why it happens. But oh no, just uh, shut up and dummy up about it. That's right. Okay. Of course, what? Three suspended for not standing for Pledge of Allegiance. This story is enough to make me want to scream. It's enough to make me want to come down there and kill somebody. In fact, maybe Saturday when I'm down there for that appearance, maybe I will kill some people. You know? Sure make me feel a whole a hell of a lot better. After today. Bunch of not not a whole bunch of dropouts. Seven on one side and five on the other on the uh, streaming. And I'm getting a fax. How do you like that? It must be the fax from George. Oh, oh hallelujah. Oh, happy day. See what it is. I got it. It's a poll suggestion. If I wasn't stuck in this dead-end job, I probably would be blank. A radio talk show host, a doctor, a lawyer, a sex therapist, a drug dealer, a car salesman, a rocket scientist, a teacher, a movie star, an unemployed bum. I wouldn't do anything different than I'm doing now. That's not a bad poll. Why'd you say it was a bad poll? It's from our good friends of Maroonie Dodger. That I didn't. You did. Didn't he say that? Greg. Greg. No, he said it would not be a bad idea to use this poll. I said it's not a bad poll. And it's not my fault. In fact, maybe it's the poll for tomorrow. Uh, I think that's the poll for tomorrow. What do you think? Sounds great. I know if I fax it to Eric, I know it'll go through. And you want to know why? Because my fax machine works. Pretend I it said whatever sends, you want me to it say. It receives, it farts, it burps, it mm -hmm. uh, pukes. It does it all, man. It takes a big, smelly dump on the floor. It does everything. So I'll get to that story momentarily. Oh, here's another... Uh, what could this be? Oh, city cards. Madonna pre-sale ticket access for uh, city card members. Don't you want to go see Madonna? No, thank Not. you. You do? I'm good. No, no, thank you. Maybe Jeff Cohen will take you to go see Madonna. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Sports Leader. It's been about 30 years since his last pubic appearance before catching a plane to Canadadia to escape South Florida. But now, after discovering that Canada Dry Soda is actually made in Plano, Texas, Neil Rogers is back 
Saturday, May 17th. See Neil Rogers and George Rodriguez live at Gulfstream Park and Casino in prestigious Hallandale. 3 to 5 p.m. during the Preakness Simulcast. Free Neil and George t-shirts and posters will be given away. Pedal fast as you can in a tricycle race to win an Orlando weekend getaway. This could be your last chance to see the man who lives in Canada yet bravely chooses to eat microwavable bacon. Don't miss Neil Rogers and George Rodriguez Saturday, May 17th, 3 to 5 p.m. at Gulfstream Park and Casino. I know what it means to get knocked down, but I've never stayed down. I never will. That's very You listen to me, kid, and we'll take you all the way to the presidency. <laughs> Why, I remember back in the outflanked days. <laughs> Best thing he ever did was do it right for After all, I was the penguin. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When it comes to finishing the fight, Rocky and I have a lot in common. Don't let that other kid body you. You stick with me. I never quit. I never get up. And I know that we're going to make it together. That's the spirit, kid. We're going to climb that mountain. You got to keep fighting. You can't let him get you down, champ. And every old man you ever knew. You know what? Rich people, God bless us. Don't give up now. You want to be president like a man? Oh, you've got five. You're going to be the champ. You're going to be the president. Okay, 14 till noon at 560 WQM. We sound fine on this side. Everything on this end is working fine as GI1. And on your end? Yeah. Still cutting out? Yeah. Anyway, so Clarence called, and I explained the situation to him, and he said, okay. And he what? He said, okay. Well, what does that mean? Okay. It means an acknowledgement of whatever you just said, I think, in that case. (laughs) Here's what it didn't mean. Here's what it didn't mean. All right? Here's what it didn't mean. It didn't mean that he was going to get up and uh, and and go to wherever the wire is and uh, and trace it, uh, you know, himself. I told him it's so bad right now, but it's uh, it's just well, it's enough to drive you insane. So right. when Jolly Joe, when Fat Ass Jolly Joe sends an obnoxious, unacceptable text message like that, tell Neil, quit bitching. The equipment fails from time to time. This to me is an indication that we're dealing with something much, 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 much worse than I ever dreamed we were in terms of that creature. Okay, in terms of that thing, that creature, that uh, thing. I assume you've already got 500 copies about the uh, Rich Pactor article. No. About Clear Channel. No. Well, then I'll send it right to you. Now, for just a second there, you sounded like you weren't cutting out. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be a blessing? And a chaya? Um, that's because I was holding my left ear. No, you're cutting out. All right, sir. See, if you say enough words, then eventually... Ah, uh, uh, see, we have too much of this. Sure, I've, I've been in the business for 500 years, so I know that there are technical things, issues that come along. Once in a great while, okay, in a properly maintained uh, situation. <laughs> once in a great while. Once every three months, once every six months, Whatever. once every few weeks. But not every Monday or like uh, several times during the course of a week. Not like that, fat-ass Jolly Joe. Well, what did he do before? Was he like a sales guy? Is that what his background? Joe? I yeah. don't know. Aren't all managers, don't they come from some pencil-pushing you know, position yes. or another? Never, never from programming, never from uh, on-air. Never from somebody that actually sat in a studio and did uh, right. what is that right. supposed right. to be doing? Somebody who knows how to add columns of numbers. Three suspended for not standing for Pledge of Allegiance. Three small-town eighth graders in Minnesota were suspended by their principal for not standing Thursday morning for the Pledge of Allegiance, violating a district policy that the principal now says may soon be rewarded to protect free speech rights. 
My son wasn't being defiant against America, said Kim Dahl, mother of one of the students, Brant, who attends Dilworth Glendon Felton Junior High School in northwestern Minnesota. Brant told the Forum newspaper in Fargo that Thursday's one-day in-school suspension was kind of dumb because I didn't do anything wrong. It should be the people's choice. Attaboy, Brent, Brant, whatever your name is. He's right. Kim Dahl said the punishment didn't fit the crime. If they wanted to know why he didn't stand, they should have made him write a paper. She said her son has been declining to stand all school year, offered no reason for sitting, and wasn't obligated to explain his actions. I got faxes coming here. See what they are. Author argues clear channel destroyed radio. Well, is there any doubt about that? I thought this was going to be something new and uh, groundbreaking. Well, we know it. it. The school's handbook says all students are required to stand, but not required to recite the pledge. The same is true for all four schools in the district, the school official said. Sounds like a bunch of fascism to me. Show enough. You got to stand and you got to put your hand over your heart and recite a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Sounds like a fascist bunch of crap. These three students didn't and they got caught, said Mel Olson, the district's community education director. He said he backs the punishment, being a veteran and a U.S. Uh, citizen, absolutely. Olson served in the Marines in Japan during the Vietnam War. Whatever that has to do with this. The head of the Minnesota ACLU said the school's actions against the students are unconstitutional, and his office informed the district of that today in a strongly worded letter. Hubder and dreared, they said. The school can't do that. That's illegal, said Chuck Samuelson, the Civil Liberty Group's executive director. Wow. Well, what does that mean? Wow. Well, that's what it says here. Exclamation. Oh. But it's in quotes. Who said Wow. Me, just now. Samuelson said that numerous U.S. Supreme Court rulings dating to the 40s say in well-settled constitutional law that students who refuse to participate in the pledge cannot be punished for refusing to participate. Samuelson said he's surprised that any public school district would have such a pledge requirement given that state law allows for students and teachers to decide not to participate. Most states have the same opt-out provision. When in doubt, he chooses to opt out. It's like not getting up for the invocation at uh, some stupid dolphin game like that, like I stopped doing. When some Getschke is down there, in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my God. Talk about insensitivity. Talk about grotesque. All these Jews in Broward are sitting there in the stands, paid through their nose. What? Ever since was a religion about sensitivity. No, that's true. In St. Paul, said District Spokesman Howie Padilla, students can respectfully not participate in the Pledge of Allegiance. Minneapolis schools treat pledge participation the same way. Is that Padilla or Padilla? Take your pick. We'll have to ask the other one, the, uh, the suitcase bomber. Take your pick. Colleen Holglum, the principal who suspended the three acknowledged in the statement late this morning, the policy requirement that all students will stand may need to be modified to address the protection of the individual's former expression. Oh, it's about time, Colleen, you queen. <coughs> Kim Dahl said Holglum called her this morning and informed her of the possible accommodation. I think they're handling it quite professionally, Kim Dahl said, adding that Holglum told her that school officials are taking some steps to the, take the suspensions off their records. Suspended a sentence, my ass. God. For not standing up for the Pledge of Allegiance. Those kids ought to go to school and like beat somebody up like the, the teacher would be good. That possible shift was met with disappointment from Olson while he said he'd fall in line with whatever change may occur. I still have my beliefs, he said. Well, who cares? That's Mel. That's the Marine guy. Earlier today, Olson said that a very nice announcement was made at the start of the junior high school day, reminding the students that they must stand for the pledge. Hoagland said that all students this morning were involved in some fashion during the pledge, adding that no additional suspensions were needed. Maybe they were like boosting each other during the pledge. Instead of putting their hand over their parts, hearts, that's right, parts. However, the family of 14-year-old Bishop Edens told the forum that he was suspended from school Friday because he wouldn't stand for the pledge, but was quickly invited back once again because Hoagland said apologies, uh, a policy change might be needed. That's what's going on inside America, baby. 
suspending kids from school. If they bring weapons to school, that's okay. If they bring drugs to school, that's even better. But if they don't want to stand up for the stupid-ass Pledge of Allegiance, well, that's un-American and that's... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. We don't have any rights anymore. By the way, you know who I saw yesterday on some... I don't know what channel it was on. Some local, local channel that was a couple of years old. Interview with Gore Vidal. Okay, was it Gore Vidal? I don't know when the last time you saw him was. I don't remember the first time. I mean, I know he's 80, 85 or something like that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look a day over 190. He was wearing a sweater that was up like to the bottom of a chin. And obviously to cover up his neck and all the drooping, hanging right. skin and wrinkly, you know what I'm saying? The sagging flesh. And he, was, he wasn't talking, not, not craggy, but like, like he could barely speak. He was having difficulty speaking. I'm afraid that Gore ain't going to be with us too long. I, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but it's one of those things. People are dying every day, man. There's an epidemic of it. It's going around. Just like us here on QAM. Did you see that book? Hey, I saw it. I'm trying to uh, forget about it. Oh, you sounded good. I heard that whole really? sentence there. You didn't Woo. drop out. Give it a shot. One bright day in the middle of the night, two dead boys got up to fight. Back no, to back you're cutting out again. For just a second there, I had a false... And then, of course, I thought, well, if that's the case, we'll take a whole bunch of calls today still. <laughs> oh, I know what that was, Jolly Joe. That was a retort, that was a retort to my uh, comment about his great job with the, yeah, with the chronics, yeah. That must be what that is. Maybe he's a little surly about that. Well, that's okay. If you put him on hold like I told him, well, but that takes away all the fun from the calls, you know? Yep. I'm not interested in Oh, let's talk to Tony and the Miramar. I, I, I don't want to go back and do that no more. That's garbage. That's bad. That is so boring. I mean, I could be wrong. What do I know about it? You know? That's right. 586 on the poll. It's a real two-house race. Hugh Hefner, 169. Larry Flynn, 145. And here's this rich Pactor Factor. Author argues clear channel destroyed radio. It's too long. I'll do it after the break. Afternoon. And then how come nobody is on this story? Ex-manager says OJ confessed to killing ex-wife. Why is nobody on that? How come I'm not seeing anything about that? I don't know. Here's a story. Camper crunch because of the price of gas. Thank you again, sure Mr. President, for those great gas prices. But nevertheless, nothing about OJ or confessed. Aren't you anxious to hear that? Say yes. Yes. Pretend you are. I'm pretending. Rich Richard Pactor, right of the dial, the rise and clear... Oh, this is a book. The rise of clear channel and the fall of commercial radio. Oh, no, he didn't write it. Alex Fogey wrote it. 320 pages. I know Rich Pactor sure as hell didn't write no book. Leader. Coach Don Schuler, and I sound like Bob Hope on acid. And I want to tell you, it's the 12 to 1 hour or whatever it is. There's no telling how high gas prices will go. Since nobody wants to tell Big Boy, will know. One way to tell them that we've had enough is to spit, spit, spit on the pump. Spit, spit, spit on the pump. Show what you think of those oil rich pumps. We're getting tired of them gouging us. So spit, spit, spit on the pump. Your gas station owner will plead with you. He has the same kind of trouble too. Leave his pumps all covered in goo and spit, spit, spit on his pump. Spit, spit, spit on the pump. Show them your gratitude when you fill up. 
about that text message from your buddy, fat-ass Johnny Joe Bell? Yes, my pal. It takes me back to what you were talking about last week, I believe. We were reminiscing about Boy Gary. Yes. Saying to you, if you can't get control of that show, we'll get I'll... somebody in there who can. That's an exact quote. Yeah. See, because I, I think he's confused. Maybe as you're confused with Zach, even though there's about a 300-pound weight difference. What, he, he thinks I'm the puppet? I'm the puppet master. You're the puppet master, and I'm the puppet. That's right. Senior you're going to tell me to quit pitching and to quit talking about this. There you go. That. That's not the way it works on this show. We're a ventriloquist act, don't you know? Never did, never will. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to inform him of that. I think you have your big meeting about your pay increase. Right. <laughs> well, maybe that's part of your new duties you're not aware of yet. Take control of the show. Oh, you're, you're, you're the puppet master? Yeah, you're dropping out so bad now, it's like maddening, just insane. Well, at this point, I'm doing it on purpose. Uh, probably. It, it, it's probably it, it, like it, it, the, uh, that that, the mic switch. Bag it. Richard Pachter writes, author argues, clear channel destroyed radio. This is in the Herald, no less, so consider that. And consider it's from Richard Pachter. The name clear channel became shorthand for everything wrong with terrestrial non-satellite radio. Lack of diversity, repetitious music, boring programming, too many commercials, censorship, jingoism, ad nauseum. In a previous life, I was very familiar with radio, first as a record promotion man, and later as a marketing executive at a trade publication for radio managers. Initially, I encountered a variety of stations, mostly independently owned or part of small chains. Few companies held more than a handful of stations, due mainly to the limitations imposed by federal law. But that all changed with the Telecommunications Act of 96, which lifted most limits for corporate acquisition of broadcast properties and allowed ownership of multiple stations in a single market. In the industry, the resulting change was called consolidation. Writer Alex Fogies, I wonder if he's an old fogey. Alex Fogies' interest in the subject of radio in general and Clear Channel in particular was piqued when he became aware of the uniformity of radio stations programming during a longish family car trip. He wanted to know why the music was so bland and over-familiar. He begins with a brief history of Top 40 Radio, the company that later became Clear Channel, and its founder, Texan Lowry Mays. He knew nothing about the broadcasting business, according to Fogey, but was a shrewd and opportunistic businessman who viewed radio as a unique industry with unparalleled potential for growth. As the story continues, Mays builds his business and is poised to take advantage of the sweeping pro-business trend toward deregulation. Acquiring numerous stations, he seeks efficiencies by eliminating various redundancies. Among them were physical facilities, so Fogey writes about how in markets where the company owns several stations, as in South Florida, all are based in a single building, sharing a common management team, as well as administrative and engineering staff. But the downside became apparent as the cost-cutting continued. Indeed, the company's nickname of Cheap Channel was earned, I wonder where he got that, was earned by their elimination of incumbent talent and the promotion of lower-paid employees. 
At the same time, through automation and other tools, live local announcers were replaced by pre-recorded programming or voice tracking with the on-air content for a multitude of stations originating in a remote studio from a single announcer. The same voice and personality hosts a show in Orlando, for example, if she's really sitting in a studio in San Antonio or Omaha. And the local news component of most clear channel stations had also been reduced or eliminated, with several striking examples of the absence of reporting during local disasters cited in the book. Foji also writes about other issues, such as the company's corporate culture, with the controversial practices and behavior of managers, including Randy Michaels, who came into the fold as a result of Clear Channel's purchase of the J-Corps chain. This book covers a lot of ground, including the company's politics, which are more expedient than ideological, according to Foggy. But ultimately, media consolidation has been a disappointment, as evidenced by AOL Time Warner and other failed mega-mergers. Clear Channel is already starting to dissemble, though as a result of this exercise, the vitality of radio as a local medium will likely never return. Right of the Dial explains how this precious cultural and economic institution was exploited and destroyed. Well, well said, Rich Pactor. i got to get the book now, I guess, huh? I reckon. Right of the Dial, the Rise and Clear Channel, the Rise and Clear Channel, the full commercial radio by Alice, F-O-E-G-E, Fogey, Fogey, Farber and Farber, 320 pages. i got an idea. Yes? I'll order it for you through Amazon Canada, and then you'll oh, get it like, be good. you know. And then if I live to be 100, right. I'll get it come on the same day as your slot book. Us, right. Maybe the quarter slot guy can send me that slot book. Maybe he can uh, write his own book and give me some uh, pointers. Although I had really a big weekend at Woodbine. I'm, I'm on a uh, lucky streak. Yes, I did. Okay. No, I just I'm waiting for you to. I'm, I'm just. I, I said a whole bunch of funny stuff right there. You missed it because of the dropout. No, it's still dropping off. And it does. It's, it's just very strange too because I hear like three quarters of a sudden it'll be oh, like like somebody hits you in the uh, Adam's apple, you know. <laughs> Maybe they did. I somebody know. give you a whack in the sack. I, I now see now I'm tempted to give the numbers out. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, good afternoon. Yes, sir. I read a couple excerpts from that book you were talking about. Yeah. Excellent book. They talk about exactly what you said: the rise and fall, the DJ, the one building, everything. I think you'd really enjoy that book. It's a very good book. Okay, I'm going to go out and get it. George is going to send have, it to me. I have one request, Neil. Do yes. you have that bit that says uh, Joyce approved and Joyce not approved? Yeah. That's a great bit. Whatever you can play it, I would really like to hear it. Okay. I think he, I think, I know he's not talking about no more fouls. I rejected Joyce. Is that what he's talking about? Yes. STD Laden Strip Jones. Oh. Approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Online gambling scams. Approved by Joyce. Words containing the word bag. Rejected by Joyce. Erectile dysfunction spots. Resoundingly approved by Joyce. Tuba sounds resembling fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Blatant sports-related faggery and sports show hosts encouraging kids to rob liquor stores. Happily approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Rejected. The whole world has been rejected by Joyce because most people do fart, and sometimes loud, too. And, boy, that just gets her wild. Well, there's that Allie Felching on CNN again, the egghead. Linda Deutsch writes for the Associated Press, ex-manager says O.J. Simpson confessed to killing ex-wife. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Now, why aren't they screaming about this? Why aren't they, like, uh, frying his ass right on TV right now as we speak? That's what I'd like to know. A memorabilia dealer who profited from O.J. Simpson for many years is the latest former crony to write a tell-all book, this one alleging a groggy Simpson high on marijuana confessed to killing his ex-wife after he was acquitted. 
Mike Gilbert. <laughs> no, wrong Gilbert. Mike Gilbert also claims he helped his former friend wiggle out of the murder charges by suggesting how to bloat his hand and fess to me there's no doubt in my mind. Simpson's current lawyer, Yael Galander, said none of Gilbert's claims are true and that Gilbert is a delusional drug addict who needs money. He's fallen on very hard times. He's in trouble with the IRS. I've talked to O.J. about it, said Galander. Refused to allow Simpson to comment directly because of his upcoming robbery trial in Vegas. This stuff not only didn't occur, but it's not factually supported by the evidence, he said. Yenta Galenta. The name-calling and accusations on both sides show that deep wounds persist. In a phone interview, Gilbert called Galander an ambulance chaser and an enabler and denier for O.J., I know, I used to do the same thing. I understand the game, he said. Uh, he acknowledged he has IRS problems, which he says were caused by Simpson, but said, I could take a drug test and pass it. I highly doubt that O.J. could. Gilbert is the second sports memorabilia dealer to write a Simpson book this year. Thomas Riccio, who arranged the Vegas memorabilia sale that led to Simpson's on robbery arrest, penned Busted last month. Simpson himself participated in the controversial book, If I Did It, which he claimed was not a confession. It was withdrawn by the publisher and eventually released last year by the Goldman family to help satisfy that $33.5 million wrongful death judgment. I wonder how many copies they sold. About 30, man. Gilbert said he continued to represent Simpson for another decade after the alleged confession, hawking items with his autograph, hiding the profits, and helping Simpson shield his possessions so they couldn't be seized by the Goldman family. Gilbert also claims that he counseled the jail Simpson during his murder trial to stop taking his arthritis medicine so his hands would swell up and not fit the bloody gloves in court. He offers no proof Simpson followed his advice that he was taking any medicine, but the drama that played out in court when the gloves didn't fit was central to Simpson's defense. If it doesn't fit, then you're full of Schmidt. Remember Johnny Cochran? He's dead, by the way, still. Yep. If they don't fit, you're full of Schmidt. Well, we know you did it, OJ. Everybody with a brain knows that, so why not just come on, you know, come on uh, Channel 7 one day, hyperventilate. Yeah, Rick Sanchez isn't there. Maybe he could like attack Ricky uh, with a with a knife on air. You know, Ooh, that'd be not, not do anything serious. Uh, maybe kill him, but other than that, wound him. Yeah, wound him. You know, fatally, something minor like that. O.J. But then again, the jock sniffers. You know, oh, he was my hero. He was a great athlete. You know, like that crap. And that's all that counts. You got to understand that. I do understand it. Well, they they're they're Very in one well. universe speaking one language, and we're in another universe that's speaking right. another. They're not even radio right. When worlds collide. Oh, now you got through that whole sentence and didn't cut out. I, I keep hoping about, um, against hope. For a dollar. No, seriously. Yep. You're, you're doing that now on purpose. Yeah, of course I am. Well, then stop it. Stop doing it. I don't need any help. Jesus, God Almighty, I'm having a nervous breakdown from uh, three hours of this crap, no doubt, today. And, and you're uh, you know, piling on, man, piling on. That's right. I always knew you were a heartless bastard. That's right. Ask anyone. What's all this crap you're sending me now? Just uh, something very important. Oh, here you go. This is some of the best news very I've ever heard. Rome's new mayor promises purge of gypsies. Thank you so much. And, then, uh, and long else. overdue. New copy for the spot that's coming up next. Make sure you yeah, see. Yeah, I got it in my hand right now. The fresher see, one. It's a good thing I reached back there and got the. Uh, that's right. I was going to make sure that uh, that you were going to reach around to the fax machine. Yeah, I, I do a reach around. That's what I heard. I'd like to many a time. And still, you're not popular. I'm not what? Popular, as you ought to be. Now, are you going to play, uh, spin some wax the rest of the show today, or what? Dead is all around me. Everybody's broke. 
WQAM. Happy Monday to you. We've had uh, some technical issues today, but we're not going to bitch about it because That's equipment right. fails from time to time. That's right. That's what Jolly Joe says. That's fat-ass Jolly Joe's response to our um, plight. Equipment fails from time to time. Quit your bitching. Quit your bitching. Now, is this something new that he's going to be starting here? Is like interfering in the content why, of the show? Why not? Start... Why not? Huh? Why not? Well, you know what? Screw him. Keep your fat nose out of this show. Okay, that's my suggestion to you. With all the other problems and the stories and the angst and the grief that have gone on these last couple of years, at least that's one thing. I mean, of course, as far as the censorship, that's another thing. Are you being censored? I'm being, uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's just, it's just on a Monday notice, right out of the box, right out of the bag, right off the bat, right from the get-go. The new mayor of Rome has promised to purge the Italian capital of 20,000 illegal immigrants and to raise 85 gypsy camps. Well, you talk about long overdue, my God. All right. Johnny Alamano, 50, a firebrand neo-fascist and the first right-wing mayor of the city since the Second World War. A firebrand neo-fascist. Wow. Sounds like a lot of what we got. Mm -hmm. Vowed to make Rome secure as he was sworn into office after his election on the weekend. The election of Mr. Alamano confirmed a strong shift to the right by Italians who have been sickened by a spate of violent crimes committed by immigrants. Earlier this month, the center-right leader and one of the world's biggest crooks, Silvio Berlusconi, was re-elected as prime minister and will form a government in partnership with Umberto Bossi, the leader of the anti-immigration Northern League. 
In a sign of things to come after Mr. Alamano's election, Mr. Berlusconi declared, We are the new Falange. The original Falange, or Phalanx, was the Spanish fascist party founded in the 1930s, whose doctrine was adopted by Francisco Franco. Great. Well, at least he's being honest now about being a fascist. Mm -hmm. Mr. Alamano's election was celebrated by hundreds of supporters chanting, Duce, Duce, and raising their arms in Mussolini's fascist salute. Oh, boy. How do you like that? Or maybe they're saying, Duce, Duce. Il Duce is back. The new mayor said that his first action would be to begin immediate expulsions of the 20,000 immigrants in the city with criminal records. We cannot welcome them without discipline. He said we will chase out the delinquents. There are 85 abusive nomad camps to destroy. He added that he would visit the widower of Giovanna Reggiani, a 47-year-old woman who was beaten, raped, and killed by a Romanian immigrant who lived at such a camp last November. I want to promise him that what happened to his wife would never happen again, he said. Walter Veltroni, his left-wing predecessor, was widely criticized for paying more attention to ancient monuments and film festivals than to problems with the city's infrastructure and security. Mr. Alamano was the youth leader of the fascist Italian social movement and wears a, a Celtic cross, a symbol of the extreme right. Is that how you say it, or you say Celtic, like the Boston Celtic? Yeah, I like to mix it up, keep people guessing. No, mix, mix and match? That's right, mix. How, however, he said he wore the cross only as a religious symbol, a tribute to Paolo Di Nella, a far-right activist who was stoned to death in a Rome Street protest 25 years ago. Mr. Alamano said he was sick of the continuing search for my dark side, adding I'm bitterly upset from a personal point of view with this demonization. He promised to be a mayor for all Romans and immediately sent letters to the Vatican and to Rome's Jewish community, Graziano Halavolovich. A spokesman for one of Rome's biggest settlements in Rome, a gypsy, said, We fear there will be nighttime raids on the camps we want a safe city, too. Some of our members have heard their parents' stories of fascism. Mr. Bossy said on Wednesday, immigrants had to be hunted out and that if reforms were not forthcoming, his followers would take up arms. Let's go kill some gypsies, baby. We have no fear of taking things to the piazzas. We have 300,000 martyrs ready to come down from the mountains. Our rifles are always smoking, he said. They're smoking, baby. Mr. Alamano has promised to tear down a $12 million pond at $25 million museum around the Arapaches. And also your uh, Emperor Augustus. Apache and Tuchus. Ah, that's what I thought. The sleek modernist building designed by U.S. architect Richard Meyer looks more, took more than a decade to build. was immediately labeled by one critic as resembling a pizzeria. All <laughs> <laughs> <Both> for me! <laughs> a $25 million pizzeria. Oh, mamma mia, spicy meatball. Wow. Those crazy Italians, man, they're at it again. That's good. Get those gypsies. Run it out, root them right out. Right on. Get them the hell out of there. Believe me, I know from personal experience. Right. From that time I was mugged and they took my credit cards. That's right. Now we need him over here to do the same thing. You don't got no gypsies except the ones that want to, like, uh, do your driveway. They're gypsies. What? I got gypsy neighbors. Do you really? I really do. The real deal. Maybe we ought to play Gypsy Woman by Brian Highland. Or the Gypsy Cried by Lou Christie. Coming right or none up. of the above. Don't be spinning no wax. I don't want any more damn uh, text messages from Jolly Joe. Oh, tell Neil to quit playing wax, uh, spinning wax. Oh, Gypsy's tramps in the uh, share, too. Forgot about that. How about this one? That's Brian Howard. Yeah. Well, it says the impressions here, but what, what was that? It's, it's cutting out so bad, I can't even hear it. Okay. Genug. Here's the poll. The most important person in the history of the porno industry is Hugh Hefner, 180. Larry Flint, 150. I don't watch porno, 69. Linda Lovelace, 41. Al Goldstein, 33. John Holmes, 27. Ron Jeremy, 25. 
Tracy Lords, 23. Jenna Jameson, 17. Seika, 17. Christy Canyon, 11. Jeff Stryker, 10. Peter North, 8. Nina Hartley, 7. Bob Guccione, 7. Victoria Paris, 1. And Randy West finally got a vote. Somebody with bad eyesight. Maybe that guy that bowled a perfect game. <coughs> Voted for Randy West. So I guess that it's got to be this way till 2 o'clock, right? Yes, at least. And Chris, uh, he, he's home. Yes. Now, wouldn't you have thought that he would have called in and said, I'm going to, although maybe he, he told he you did. that you just, huh? He did, and I told you, and you forgot. I was just in such shock that I couldn't believe it. Now, I'm giving up. I'm turning around and going home. Of course, for, you know, he would waste more money in gas on coming away all the way through that mess. Right, than he would make all week. Than he would make all week long. So that was a good choice, Chris. We'll let him off the hook for old time's sake. What do you say? Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. 25 past noon at 560 WQAM, your home of weekly technical incompetence. And, of course, Jolly Joe's, quit your bitching. Uh, what, was, what was the line? Equipment failures happen. By the way, I got a message from someone offering to give me a copy of that book to give to you when I see you. Ooh, great. Okay. The one about a queer channel? That one. Mm. That is fantastic news. Thank you so much, whoever was generous enough to do Rich. that. Rich Pactor himself? I don't know. I beg your pardon? I don't know if it's the, the Rich Pactor. No, I'm sure it is. Thanks, Rich. In spite of what Chicken X says about you, you're okay. Why do they hate each other so much? I'm sure it's a long story that I don't want to remember. goes way, way back. It both 26 past noon at QAM. Exploding balls. This Friday night on NBC's To Catch a Predator, Roger Clemens meets a 15-year-old. What is it, Bernie? Got your baseball autograph by me and a hamburger. <gasps> I love hamburgers. Yeah, me too. And I like 15-year-olds. Oh, cool, cool. So what do you want to do? Let's go to karaoke bar. Okay. So did you bring the condoms? Yep. The date was going fine until Chris Hansen showed up. How are you? Fine, fine. But listen, I'm not giving autographs today. That's Why don't you have a seat right over there on the other side? Why? Who are you? I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens online. That's great, pal. But listen, I'm Roger Clemens, and you're kind of blocking me, so why don't you skedaddle? Don't miss To Catch a Predator featuring Roger Clemens this Friday night on NBC. I can't wait. It's uh, 1229 at 560 WQN. If you're uh, wondering what's going on here, we're experiencing uh, some minor technical difficulties, okay? Mm-hmm. And so I'm uh, stop taking calls. Not because we, uh, well, we aren't getting any right now anyway. And if we did, I still wouldn't take them because they right. were really great, too, this morning if you tuned in late. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I told myself a joke I never heard before. Oh. 640 vote on the poll. We'll be really pleased if we can get to 700 a day. Bad start. Eric was, uh, he was out and about over the weekend. You think they care about that? No. No, I don't either. Christian ministry to distribute Bibles with newspaper. You know, this, this whole business, man, with a religion, is, is something's got to, I think just like they're doing in Rome with the gypsies, the same thing's got to happen with the Getchkeys. Somebody's got to come along and stop it. Stop it. Put an end to it. Pittsburgh, a religious group, is planning to distribute 250,000 Pittsburgh-themed New Testament Bibles in advertising pouches to be delivered with editions of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette newspaper. City Researchers Pittsburgh, a program, a program of the Colorado Springs, Colorado-based International Bible Study, hopes to send the New Testaments to the paper subscribers in Allegheny County and some border communities on September 7th. If I can just interrupt the reading of this uh, very depressing story just to point one thing out. Mm-hmm. 
And that is that the people who peddled this garbage never, ever talk about the people who wrote the Bible. No. They never talk about no. what kind of people they were, what no. kind of mentality they had, no. if their IQ was larger than right. a, uh, a thumbnail. Don't talk about how they had slaves and a whole bunch of wives. No, or the fact that they, every time there was right. like a, 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 right. a, a clap of uh, thunder or a bolt of lightning, oh, God is uh, right. Right. You know, his oh. wax is wrathing hot, etc. They believed in and practiced genocide, human sacrifice. His wax is wrathing hot. The group has delivered custom-designed Bibles to newspaper subscribers in several other cities across the country in an effort to find innovative ways of spreading a Christian message. Last month, the group distributed 140,000 New Testaments in Philadelphia and Chester counties. It plans to send out another 260,000 in Montgomery, Bucks, and Delaware counties in November. In Pittsburgh, the Bibles will have a front cover showing the city's Golden Triangle, where the Monongahela and Allegheny Rivers form the Ohio River, and a photograph of Steelers football players kneeling in prayer on the back cover. It will also include testimonies by well-known Pittsburghers. A representative mm. of the Post-Gazette couldn't be reached for comment. Mm, Susan Smith of Sewickley, who co-chairs City Reachers Pittsburgh with her husband, Tom, said the book's title, Our City, God's World, are designed, or God's Word, excuse me, are designed to intrigue people so they'll open them and read them. Oh, a bulletin from Inside Radio. Clear Channel buyout now at $36. The Wall Street Journal says the settlement appears imminent in the Clear Channel buyout by Bain Capital and Teach. Who cares, okay? Just like uh, that guy said. They've destroyed the business. Make no mistake about it. So far, the organization has raised just 350 grand of the $625,000 needed to distribute the New Testaments to 250,000 households. It has until May 31 to raise the remaining money to meet a printing deadline. I'm sure George will kick in. Uh, oh, yeah. Over the top. I'll kick it. <laughs> City Researchers Pittsburgh has received large donations from the Thomas J. and Sandra Usher Foundation and the Wagon Morning Star Foundation, as well as 16 grand from a local Christian radio station, WORDFM. The Word. I'm listening to the Word, baby. The Word of... Damn God! That's it. Word. A steering committee working on the project includes several local high-profile religious figures. The International Bible Society is one of the world's largest translators and distributors of scriptures. The group merged with England-based Send the Light, one of the largest distributors of Christian literature last year. As they continue, they won't stop the Getchkeys. Now, those brainwashing are... and brainwashing and converting and twisting arms and bending legs and bending on, on bended knee, etc. Those are going to be uh, King James versions of the Bible? Who knows? Oh, that's important. King Schwartz. Right. Take your free Bible, by the way, and read it, because the Christians don't. Yeah. And that's the only way that you can argue with them is to throw the Bible back at them. And what do you mean the Christians don't? How about the Jews? Do you think the Jews are reading the no, Bible? No, I'm saying the people that are beating you, you over the Muslims are. No. You think the Muslims that's are busy point. reading the Koran? They're busy screwing their brains out. That's why these Muslim families all have like 750 kids. You ought to see in my building here, man, all these uh, future uh, suicide bombers. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'll get in chummy. Maybe they won't blow you up. The cutting, the cutting out now is so bad, it's just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Sherry Blair, you know Tony Blair's wife? No. Well, you do now. Okay. Has revealed that her husband and former prime minister decided to make public announcement about her miscarriage to avoid public panic over the invasion of Iraq. Oh, my God. Writing in her autobiography, Speaking for Myself, Blair describes how her husband and his press chief, Alistair Campbell, decided to tell the press that she had lost the baby and she was carrying almost immediately. Immediately. In 2002, the Blairs were due to take a holiday to France, and the Prime Minister feared that any delay or cancellation without explanation could trigger false speculation that an invasion of Iraq was imminent. Shortly after she had told her husband of the miscarriage, Blair says her husband broke the news to the rest of the family and then told Campbell. 
The pair then called back to say that with speculation mounting that troops could be sent to Iraq and could send the wrong signal if they just canceled the holiday and decided to tell the press. I couldn't believe it. There I was bleeding, and they were talking about what was going to be the line to the press. I put down the receiver and lay there staring at the ceiling as the, as the pain began to grip, she wrote. Her autobiography also reveals how the Blairs conceived their fourth child, Leo, while staying at Balmoral. Blair says she was too embarrassed to take her contraceptive equipment with her when they went to stay with the Royals in 99, as her wash bag and its rage of unmentionables had been unpacked by a staff on previous visit. How do you like that? They were sticking their nose into her wash bag. It's a good thing they weren't sticking their nose into her yeah. bag. Oh, okay. Well, we can't say that. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't say the D word anymore, Dan. When she discovered she was pregnant, she initially thought she was going through the menopause until she took a pregnancy test. She conceived again two years later, but suffered the miscarriage her husband decided to make public. Speaking for myself as being serialized in the Times and the Sun, it was originally due to be published in October, but now will be published on Thursday by Little Brown. Little Brown Coop. Little Deuce, deuce Coop. Sorry, I can't Careful. say that. Careful. I know. Back on that bag thing again. You know, Joyce uh, don't like bag, and Joyce don't like farts, and Joyce don't like this, and bop, 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 bop. So that goes, honey. 655 vote on that the porno pool. That's not bad. Don't be playing no little douche coop, okay? Most important person in the history of the porno business is, and Hugh Hefner and Larry Flynn are duking it out again. Hugh's got 186, and Larry's got 158. Larry's not doing too bad for a guy that they almost killed. Although he did win the first time by like 29 votes last time we did that poll. Some time ago, years ago, like 100 years ago. Whenever the hell it was. Mm -hmm. Should I reach over here and shut this uh, phone thing off the monitor? Might as well. Why do you say that? In other words, you have no confidence that the line is going to come back to like normal? None. Now, you did that on your own. What? Whatever you just did. What did I do? Is he faking it? What are you talking about? You, you chopped out. You're, you're doing it on purpose. No, I'm not. Greg, you're not? not. No. You're not? No, he's talking normally. Although I'm glad to know that my fake dropping out sounds that good. Oh, it did. It was really, it was excellent. For I was like rolling around on the floor with one foot out the window and my other foot up my ass. I'll do my that. good. I'll do the next segment in the Pharrell voice since I'm on such a roll. Okay. That's what we need to do. Let's get Pharrell back on there two to four. What do you say, huh? I'm sorry. Don't forget we got the jerk show today, two to four. That's a real, real wiener. You going to be tuned in? Me? To what? 22 till 1 at 560 WQM. Rogers guy. Randall Simmons is a real Geico customer, not a paid celebrity. So to help us tell his story, we hired an actual celebrity, Barack Obama's pastor, Jeremiah Wright. I was in my car headed out on a date. When I had my accident. Accident! It was no accident! Not if you're a black man in this country! I called Geico, and right from the start, I couldn't believe how helpful they were. Oh, yes! They want you to believe, but I never believe the white man! Oh, no! Geico got me a loaner car and actually called ahead to the restaurant and explained why I was late. Well, I'm still waiting on an explanation. An explanation of how come racism in this country still exists. An explanation of how a black man has never been president. Cannot get an amen. Geico. Real service, real savings, real insane celebrities. 1243 at 560 WQAM on a Monday. This is by Al Meyerhoff, an Huffington Post. McCain to be in 1999, Bush as dumb as a stump. 
As a lawyer might say, he writes, okay, I am one, he points out. I have no personal knowledge of whether John or Cindy McCain voted for George W. Bush in the 2000 election. However, now that it has been called into question by Ariana Huffington, who says no, and Huffington's truthfulness has in turn been questioned by the McCain campaign, I can offer the following anecdote as admissibly hearsay shedding a little light on the subject. Over the 4th of July weekend of 1999, I had the good fortune to accompany my then-fiancé, and now happily my wife, to the McCain vacation home in Sedona, where she was interviewing them for a home and garden TV show. The interview itself was entirely apolitical, focusing on fabrics and furnishing in their lovely Oak Creek abode, topics about which I do recall the senator was less than comfortable discussing. Fabrics and furnishings. Are you comfortable discussing fabrics and furnishings? All the time. You're eating. Yes, I am. But, but now, it's like, now it's like cutting out with the food in the mouth. Right. My favorite. Always the good host, and McCain's also invited us to spend the day with them, including a barbecue, a favorite of John's. And as McCain flipped burgers, I couldn't help but ask his views about then-candidate George W. Bush. He's dumb as a stump, McCain offered. We then went on to discuss other matters, including Vietnam, but that quote remains seared in my memory. He's dumb as a stump. So how the McCains actually voted that November is between them and the voting booth. But if John McCain did end up voting for Bush, then by his own admission, he voted for a stump. How do you like that? Doesn't, doesn't that stump you a little bit? Nope. Nope. What's happening to you? I'm back. I was uh, getting my water. Boy. I mean, today doesn't count anyway, so might as well get up and wander around during the show. Yeah, you're, you're right. I guess they didn't tell us about this. Today is a holiday. We weren't aware of it. It's the Monday after Cinco de Mayo. So Allison says. Uh, Bizarre. Allison says she uh, called Chris and chewed him out. She what? Called Chris, Wayland. Yeah. And chewed him out. For what? For, uh, for bailing, for giving up on uh, trying to get here. Yeah, he didn't, I don't know. I mean, we, we, look, we, we've all been through uh, horrendous traffic uh, situations and right. nightmares, especially down there. So who knows just how bad it was. Although right. maybe he just and didn't he feel like coming in today. I don't know. He does live in uh, in outer Mongolia, Yenemsveld. Yeah. Philip Giraldi writes, War with Iran might be closer than you think. He says there's considerable uh, con speculation and buzz in Washington today, suggesting that the National Security Council has agreed in principle to proceed with plans to attack an Iranian Al-Quds-run camp that is believed to be training Iraqi militants. The camp that will be targeted is one of several located near Tehran. Secretary of Defense Robert Gates was the only senior official urging delay in taking any offensive action. The decision to go ahead with plans to attack Iran is the direct result of concerns being expressed over the deteriorating situation in Lebanon, where Iranian ally Hezbollah appears to have gained the upper hand against government forces and might be able to dominate the fractious political situation. The White House contacted the Iranian government directly yesterday through a channel provided by the leadership of the Kurdish region in Iraq, which has traditionally had close ties to Tehran. The U.S. demanded that Iran admit that it's been interfering in Iraq and also commit itself to taking steps to end the support of various militant groups. There was also warning about interfering in Lebanon. The Iranian government reportedly responded quickly, restating its position that it would not discuss the matter until the U.S. ceases its own meddling employing Iranian dissident groups. The perceived Iranian intransigence, coupled with the le le lesbian situation, convinced the White House that some sort of unambiguous signal has to be sent to the Iranian leadership, presumably in the form of cruise missiles. It is to be presumed that the attack will be as pinpoint and limited as possible, intended to target only the Al-Quds and avoid civilian casualties. The decision to proceed with plans for an attack is not final. The president will s still have to give the order to launch after all preparations are made. You don't think this president would do something like that, do you? <laughs> huh? 
Yep. You don't think that this lunatic would do something irresponsible like that? Now, what does that have to do with the price of oil? Nothing. Are you eating or what? Yeah, I'm eating. Well, Jesus, God Almighty, don't just abandon the whole show here. What abandon? I've been talking. Sounds bad. One hundred twenty-four dollars and sixty-eight cents. Look at that. The it's uh, down, down, down. One twenty-four seventy-two seventy-three. <laughs> hundred and twenty-four and three-quarter bucks a gallon for a barrel of oil. Uh, what did I say? A gallon? Whatever. Whatever. Almost four bucks a gallon for regular unleaded. Just, just, and almost five bucks here. You don't want to bring, bring a no Corvette here. Let me tell you that right now. You don't want to be driving here. Who the hell can afford it? Right. And we're worrying about Reverend Jeremiah Wright and Reverend Hagee. Mm -hmm. With their campaign falling ever deeper into debt, Senator Swillery Rodham Clinton spent a rainy Mother's Day yesterday seeking votes ahead of Tuesday's primary here, turning a deaf ear to calls for her to leave a Democratic presidential contest. She has little hope of winning, says the Washington Post today. Clinton aides continue to insist that she'll remain in the race, even while confirming that she's $20 million in debt. The voters are going to decide this, senior advisor Howard Wolfson said on Fox News Sunday, acknowledging the $20 million figure. There's no reason for her not to continue this process, Wolfson said. He's seen no evidence of her interest in pursuing the second-place spot on the Democratic ticket, contrary to rumors that she's staying in the race for a leverage for a bid for the vice presidential nomination. With the primary season nearing its close, Barack Obama's advisors are beginning to consider the question of his running mate with more urgency as they focus more openly on the general election. Although Obama himself has been careful to insist that the Democratic race isn't over as long as Clinton stays in, his advisors have planned a trip to Missouri, a state that held its primary on February 5, but appears certain to be a key November battleground this week. While not dismissing the states entirely, Obama's campaign is making it clear he will not aggressively contest West Virginia or Kentucky, which holds its primary week from tomorrow. Obama is likely to win in Oregon, also a May 20th primary state. Clinton has campaigned hard in West Virginia. Ray said Sunday she'll hold a victory celebration at the Charleston Civic Center tomorrow night. Whoopee! With nearly everyone, including privately many on her own team, contemplating when, not if, she will quit the race, the questions surrounding Clinton now go largely to her motivation. When, not if. Publicly, her campaign argues that victories in West Virginia and Kentucky could shift the growing tide of momentum for Obama back to her by demonstrating that she has appeal and states the Democrats must win to take back the White House in November. What is unclear is whether she hopes strong performances will make Obama consider her for the number two slot or at least help her retire her growing debt. Retire your growing debt. He offered to help pay off her debt, by the way. Yeah. If you get the hell out of everybody's face already, just go take her pantsuit and go back to the Senate. Go back to Chappaqua, honey. Yeah, get out of our said. face. Go back to your place in outer space and get out of our face. I bet she said, rang, rang, rang. I think it calls for a little mace. Maybe a trace mm -hmm. of mace. Under just the place. 676 on that pole. I bet you Greg's pretty excited about that. Not. You excited about it? I'm not, not very excited, no. No. Well, why not? WQAM line nine, hello. Bill! Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Okay. I just called, I know we got a fine figure report. They're all over Sheridan Street, just oh. east 75. Okay. You know, there's no crime in Pembroke Pines, Neil, or yeah, anywhere that... else in South Florida, for that matter of fact. Okay, good luck to you, sir. Yeah, there's a crime in Pembroke Pines already. It's the police and those pig reports. I mean, and those pigs. That's all they know. That's all they know is setting up speed traps in Pembroke Lakes, Pembroke Pines, and right a lot of business. Right. That's, that's where it's at. It's always been that way. Mm -hmm. 
Well, even when I lived there, that's about 600 right. years ago. Every time you turn around, there's another bunch of porkers on Taft Street on Hiatus Road. It's just uh, that, that's what they do. That's their business. I'm not really sure if the uh, dropouts have ended or what the deal is here. I don't know. I don't think. I, I'm not hearing it. You didn't say well, too many words over there. Should I uh, talk for a long time? Should I recite some uh, no, it's dropping out. poetry? Okay. But maybe it's making a little bit of a comeback. Maybe it's one, oop, oop, like All one right. of those occasionally. Who knows? WQAM, hello. I have a coupon. Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Well, hello, sir. I uh, wanted to ask you if you thought that a black man can win. WQAM, hello. Oh, it's him. The raspberry guy. Well, we haven't heard raspberry, from him. Raspberry, that's well, right. Once in a great while. He used to be on there all the time. Now, wasn't he the guy with a Book of Brian problem or something, or is that confused? No, it's a different guy. Different guy? There's more than Somebody one raspberry Q guy. QAM, hello. Neil, why don't you come out to the kickball game on Sunday? Yeah, kickball my ass, okay? The kickball game. Go kick somebody else's ball, schmuck. Somebody QAM, hello. Hi, QAM, hello. Oh, all right. There's the exactor, man. The exactor. I thought about that over the weekend, that schmuck that called me on uh, Friday. Well, how come it is up there, Neil? They call the exactor the exactor and the triactor the triactor, well, whatever the hell it was. Oh, my God. These are the kinds of things that people are worried about. These are the times the trimens pulls. Must have a, a stress-free life to be worried about crap like that, wouldn't you think? I imagine it is. Things must be going real peachy keen for a schmuck like that who's got so much spare time. He's worried about why they call the exactor the exactor. What about the perfecta, huh? How about that, schmuck? What about the triple, you mental cripple? God, so many stupid people in so little time. That makes me so excited about being at Gulfstream on Saturday between 3 and 5 this coming weekend. God. Yeah. Aren't you thrilled? I am thrilled. Well, you're used to it. I mean, you're like a regular out there now. You're That's like, right. You're part, like part of the woodwork. You know what first name basis with all the staff? Now, you're going to have to give me, like, instructions on where to go. I'm sure will. other people out there like tell me where to mm -hmm. go, but you'll have to, you know, give me uh, the lowdown. Right. You know the way. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, the hell I was talking about. Program, which ensures thousands of young people right here in West Virginia who would otherwise not get health care. She just uh, won't stop, man. She just won't stop. She won't take no for an answer. 1255 at 560 WQM. Attention men and women, if you suffer from excessive hair loss, thinning, damaged hair, or balding, take down this phone number, one 586 grow Call Hair Growth Laser Centers today and schedule your free consultation. This is a true non-surgical program to stop the progression of hair loss and to regrow your own hair naturally with convenient locations throughout Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. Call one 586 grow Men and women, no more hair pieces or damaged hair. Make your hair look and feel thicker, have fuller and healthier hair. Everybody is talking about this revolutionary breakthrough, so don't miss this opportunity. Just pick up the phone right now and call one 586 grow G-R-O-W. Call today and take advantage of this affordable laser hair growth program. That's one 586 grow it's the one to two hour. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. A boogaloo, not much different like a typical neocon faggot. It's 
WQAM. Happy Monday to you, in spite of all the chazarai uh, that's going on here today. It's one of those things. Ain't it? It is. It's several of those things. Well, let's see if it cleared up. See, I, I keep trying to, to catch on when, when you, you know, but you speak in very short sentences, you know, like choppy. Yeah. Well, I don't want to step on you. That sounded good. I'll monologue if you want. I'll recite some Shakespeare if you want. Oh, I think the dropouts are gone. Really? Yeah. What do you want, Shakespeare or uh, Edgar Allan Poe? See how long I can go. I think no more dropouts. This is exciting. Maybe it cleared up. But but it always happens that way. It'll it'll go on like that for a couple of hours. And even the waxer spinning ain't dropping out. All right. Okay. All right. Now there's something to be excited about. Five six seven zero four one. Now we can take calls this last time. I mean, it's been so damn good today for crying out loud. We don't want to miss out on anything good. I'm rubbing my nipples. Rubbing his hind legs together, man, like a grassy hopper. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. How come you don't like women? I'm looking for <laughs> what do you, what do you say? How come you don't like women? Oh, how come I don't like women? Well, I like lots of women. I just don't want to do them, okay? Schmuck, putz. WQAM, hello. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, well, why am I going to be able to see you on Saturday? What is it? Well, why am I going to see you on Saturday? No, I don't want to see you on Saturday or any other day, okay? God. Five, seven, there'll be enough other retards there, okay? Don't worry. Don't sweat it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless. Now, you know what this reminds me of? This whole appearance on Saturday. It reminds me of when we did an appearance at the um, swap shop once upon a time. Yeah. And Preston Hen had me up there on the stage where they had the elephants, you know, and the, the aroma of the elephant crap. Right. And the, the bright lights just shining. Right. My head was uh, just pouring sweat. Melting us. Yeah, that, that was just an act of S&M. And, then, of course, Sheriff Nick showed up there at the end of that whole thing. That's right? right. He was lurking in the wings. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Hi, Jeff. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. What's up? What are you up to today? What? I said, what are you up to today? You're hollering at me, Neil. 
That you know who that was? Quarter slops guy? The extra guy. Here, catch it on now. Yes. Quarter slop guy. Better get used to it. He didn't even have to make a piece of sound. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. I'm Daniel. Yes, sir. It's Gilbert. Where are you going to be at? This is Gilbert. Oh, get out of here, Gil from Homestead. Don't come. Don't you come and see me. I'll I'll cancel if you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. So you might. Well, I'm canceling. Five six seven oh five sixty pound front. You'll see every retard in South Florida is going to wind up there. Every one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. For what? For you. Just all, to be annoying. All that, for that's you, what baby. Be that's for. right. Just to be annoying. Doesn't matter what you like. They're going to like it. That's right. That's what stock. WQAM. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Have you? WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hello. Vito Corleone. WQAM. Hello. QAM, hola. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What was the exact ratings for uh, the ticket on the Bay Parts when they go up against you? Because I heard Goldie over the weekend uh, trying to make an attempt to rip you an ass. Yeah. And, it, and I was curious, what was, what was their ratings? Did they, Who? Did they, uh, the ticket. Yeah, they beat us in, in uh, every day part except morning. Was it a was it a bad beat? Or just like you think it was in one of those kids' books, you know, like that? Yeah, it was like a kiddie book, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Goldie is on the radio two hours a week, and who the hell was he? And when he was doing when he was doing two to four on this station, he had a one point oh. a one share. So he's he's a good one to be talking about ratings. Yeah. Well, it's just really weird, and you know, it's, it's funny how they know everything that goes on on the show, though, right, Neil? That is correct. So Goldie, get up your ass. Okay. Five, six, seven, like that. That one bit. I don't even know how you have children. That, that's one of the all-time. That's, that's a great that's line. one of the great lines of all time. I don't know how, even know how you have children when you sound <laughs> like that. <laughs> WQAM. Hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. Good evening. Hey, somebody tell me that the bridge tender is going to be with you Saturday. Yeah, the bridge tender's been dead for a hundred years. Oh, he hasn't been dead that long. Yeah. WQAM. Hello. QAM. What is it? What's he saying? It's your mother's cousins. He's trying to say really fast because you so jumbled and so garbled and so like that. But we have got rid of the dropout, so all right. WQAM, hello. Saturday is going to be a great day to network, right? Yeah. I can't wait. Network what? All the uh, screwballs. Mm-hmm. One location. We're gonna have a special section. I think, for that. I, you know, I think you guys are planning something. Yeah, you're gonna take them all out. Oh, not us. Yeah. Just think about that's that. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking about. I've been thinking about it a lot, especially today. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. WQAM, hello. Neil Gab. Yes, sir. How are you today, sir? Okay. Good. On uh, horse racing, Neil, uh, man, how, how can you keep watching it? They break their legs all the time. Yeah, all the time. And? Oh, I'm just saying, man, they breed them that way. You how can, you, dri- how can you drive a car, man? They're crashing them every day. Well, I'm having difficulty. You're having difficulty with what? Uh, Life? Yeah. Yeah, that's obvious. 
Yeah, let's ban horse racing. There's horses that break down and have to be put to sleep, and there's uh, people that drive cars and kill other people in them and smash into poles and stuff like that. All of these things. Mm -hmm. All of these things. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yeah. Mm. Can we talk to Neil? Speaking. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Tell me when the inflation kicks in, before or after the uh, election, and the, everything gets way out of hand. The inflation of what? You're Rectum. No, no. Yeah. Wow. Listen, if you're not alive anymore, if you've already passed out to the other side, save your calls. Call up uh, Footsie tomorrow, okay? He can use them. Do not call us if you're the walking dead. WQAM, hello. Hello, my boss, we don't shave my neck. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's up, buddy? How you doing, sir? Hey, uh, you know Jerry Seinfeld's coming in July. And? I got, I got an extra ticket, baby. You want to go or what? No, thanks. Come on, man. Jerry's funny. When did that start? July 26th at 7 p.m. I'll, I'll take you a ticket when I see you at the go. No, thanks, Pally. Nope. Get out. Get lost. Jerry Seinfeld. I wouldn't I would walk from here to the uh, kitchen to see Jerry Seinfeld, only to open up the door and kick his ass out. Well, he's about as funny as um, wild, oozing, bloody diarrhea. That's what Fat Sally Joe told me. Remember he was having all those problems? No. Sure you do. No. Nine minutes after one at 560 WQM, we got the jerk show coming to this afternoon. It just is one of the wonders of the world, that show. You know, a lot of people wonder. Do you have a heart or a liver? No. Hey, y'all. Hey, if you're old like me, and there's an emergency, you can summon help by pressing this little button. Sylvester Stallone uses Rambo Alert, and so can you. If you or your loved one live alone, a Rambo Alert system can mean the difference between life and death. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, sometimes, if you know, you may like experience like chest pains, or uh, maybe you've fallen and you can't get up. For anything that might draw first blood, <laughs> Rambo Alert will come to the rescue. Kill the bad guys and take you to the hospital. <laughs> Peace of mind is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Order Rambo Alert today. Take it from me, slice the loan. Heroes never die. They use Rambo Alert. 113 at 560 WQAM. Here's the pool. Most important person in the history of the porno industry is. We got 706 on the pool. Not too shabby, George. All right. After a very lame start. Chris ain't here. Uh, I'll pretend to care. Woo! Come on, people. <laughs> we aren't cutting out anymore. Hallelujah. Oh, that's the most important thing. I mean, that, that is not good for your mental health, having to sit there. That for a couple hours. Although Jolly Joe says, quit belly again because technical crap happens all the time. Yeah, especially on QAM. Especially when a bunch of overgrown children are in there all weekend long, potching around and pushing switches and pulling and yanking and twisting. Most important person in the history of porno, it's only a two-horse race. Hugh Hefner, 203. Larry Flint, 167. I don't watch porno, 72. 10% of this audience, they ain't into porno. You believe that? No. You buying it? Yeah, I do. Really? Actually, I have only a limited interest. I see. It just, and well, see, here's the other thing. After every, you see the first 50,000 of them? Right. Everyone has a different definition of what porno is, you see. Mm -hmm. So maybe by their definition, they're not into it. Because the J.C. Penney catalog could count as porno, depending on Or the Sears catalog, that's what they used to use. Right, they used to have right. it in the outhouse. So it's, um, you know, it depends on what you're talking about when you mean porno. WQAM, hello. Dear God, this is shot. Yes, sir. How we doing? All right. Very good. All right. Listen, uh, 
Captain, I'd like to ask your opinion on something, and it is about the, uh, the not the collection agencies, but the uh, agencies that will pay for you, your debts, and you only pay a portion. They'll, they'll pay what? That they, uh, we, the person that owes X dollars, this company will pay for you, or you pay them, and the, uh, you can pay yeah, them. Okay, whatever you say. Five six seven. Like I said, my mental health used to be pretty good. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hit it again. Hola. Two men is going to kick your ass. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes. Randy Roach transferred the Drew Michael sound bikes from Air America to Nova to Nova Manhattan. What do you think will happen with Air America? I don't think, and I don't care. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, Neil, um, I was, I wasn't really gonna go to the uh, the Saturday to see you guys, but you know, I'm gonna change my mind because I really need to see who these crazies are so I can identify them. If I see them on the street, I walk the other way. Mm -hmm. You guys will be able to help me on that. Yeah. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM hello. WQAM hello. I'm Welcome to last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, revolutionary, isn't it? Wow, my grandma started watching that video and she's been dead. No spin zone, Fox Blaviator, Bio Obloviator. Bill O'Reilly has some vintage videotape floating around from his inside edition days posted on FARC.com. Apparently, his legendary Irish temper is real as he rips the segment producers who wrote an objectionable exit script for O'Reilly to announce Sting's latest single. The verbiage threw O'Reilly into a tizzy. O'Reilly, at age 21, went to Miami and taught high school English, then returned to Boston, earned an M.A. in broadcast journalism from Boston University in 76. During this time, O'Reilly cut his teeth with entertainment reporting for various Boston and Miami news outlets. O'Reilly's early TV news career had him bouncing between Dallas, Hartford, Connecticut, and Boston, Mass. O'Reilly became part of ABC News as a correspondent for ABC World News Tonight, 86. In 1989, O'Reilly joined the nationally syndicated program Inside Edition. In 1995, O'Reilly was hired by Roger Ailes, chairman and CEO of then-startup Fox News Channel, to anchor the O'Reilly Report. The show soon moved to a new time slot and was renamed The O'Reilly Factor. Why, why am I reading this? What is this supposed to prove? I don't know. In this Inside Edition clip, Bill goes through several takes and finally loses his mind, explodes and screams, F it, do it live, I'll write it and we'll do it, effing, uh, the whole effing thing sucks, whatever. Why are we supposed to be shocked by that? I don't know. Are we supposed no. to be shocked? I had to send it along, man. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Hey, now that you're going to be uh, around for the next five years, what uh, is Greg Boudreau going to be doing? Playing in the bathroom, so is Joya? Yeah. Greg Budell. Now, Greg Budell is going to be taking my job. He's going to be doing squawk radio here midday. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. That's my Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. I want to take a picture with you on Saturday. I don't think so. With me and who? With me and who? You and George. WQAM, hello. Is this uh, Neil Rogers' uh, show? Yes, sir. Is it uh, possible to speak to Neil? You're speaking to him. Oh, Neil, hey. Long-time listener. Uh, I have my radio on. I was just curious to know if you're aware that there's a real place called Schlemmy's in Margate. Schlemmy's uh, Kosher Bakery. Get out of here. 
I'm not lying. Schmoimi's? Schmoimi's Kosher Bakery. Used to be the old Roman's Bakery in Margate. It's in the... Uh, 6500 block of West Atlantic Boulevard. I just okay. passed it, and I was thinking about you, and I know you always bust people's chops about Schmoimies. And, How do you spell it? Uh, S-C-H-L-O-I-M-I-E-S. How else would you spell it, George? Well, because it's not coming up. It's uh, about one block west of uh, Morgan Middle School. Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. These calls just keep getting better and better and more uh, uh, unintelligible. It's great, but at least we're, uh, we're. Let's see, are we streaming? We did have a whole bunch of dropouts on that again. Oh, just fifteen, but we're back streaming again. Thank God. Thank the Lord. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm feeling bad. Some of those calls you've been getting earlier, it's a joke. I, I'm glad you're allowing the calls, but it's a shame they can't uh, come up with better stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, the they won't. Re- What's that? They won't. Yeah, yeah after all these years. Um, the thing you read earlier about Clinton, and I think you said she's like in, I don't know, 10, 12, 20 million dead. 20. And, yeah, I mean, is that an example of uh, what she's going to do as president? I mean, we've got yes. how much debt? She, what did she do, borrow that from China or something? I mean, Right. Well, we're already borrowing all our money from China, so why not another few billion? Yeah, she's setting a great example. But uh, also the fact that I hope they really don't consider putting her as VP. I mean, come okay, on. Okay, George's phone is ringing. Grab it. Okay, go get it. Oh, he's going to go grab it. Great. I wasn't ready for this crap. How's it going there, Greg? I don't even have anything to promote. You know, last time, last week when he kept going off the air, I had some like events going, coming up for the weekend. But well, not, I mean, not this time. The, the, I mean, well, the no, appearance, obviously. I, obviously, obviously. But I mean, something that he wasn't normally going to be promoting because he wasn't going to be down here. You think he cares about the American Sign Language Literacy Festival? No, 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 not at all. Who was that? That was my financial guy who uh, should know that I'm on the air right now. That's how much he knows about what I do for a living. And I said, I'm on the air right now. Uh, Schmeckel, and he, oh, okay, call me when you're off the air, <laughs> like that. Oh, my God, this, this is a day I should have just stayed in bed. There's just no question about it, you know? Well, you could have so, talked to Chris Whalen. You could have said, hey, I'm I stuck in traffic. Could, I could have driven about uh, right. a quarter of the way and turned around and gone Call me up home. and say, hey, I'm stuck in traffic. I can't get to the... Or I could have just walked right. a quarter of the way from my bedroom into this uh, room here and right. then uh, say, turned hey, around and gone back. I'm stuck in the hallway. There's a big well, jam I could have weaved hallway. my way back through the traffic. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, I was wondering, at uh, Woodbine there, did, did they uh, switch over just like Vegas did, where when you play the slots, you don't get cash out of the machine, they give you a little slip of paper? Oh, sir, that, that's, been, that, that, that's been going on for a long, long time. That's not something new. You know, that kind of takes the fun away from it. No, no, it does not. It takes all the crap off your hands, all that black and schmutz and dirt off of your hands. You don't have to go wash your hands 50 times while you're playing. Yeah, but I love this. And you don't have to wait for them to keep refilling the machine because it's out of coins? You got any uh, Eisner bits you can play there? WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Hey, I'm just uh, listening to the show, and, boy, I pity the fools. I pity the fools. It's got to get better, Neil, sooner or later. What do, you, what do you mean, the calls have got to get better? Yeah, you get, you, yeah let's see a full moon or a lunar eclipse. It's not going to happen, sir. This is These are the callers of South Florida every day. Today, last week, a week from Sukkot, every day. It's never going to change. should have taken the day off, you poor guy. Yeah, I should have. I know. All right. See you. I'm hanging. How many QAM? Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I called you a couple months ago, sir. 
and I told you about all that reading and how the ratings were going to drop. Yeah. And now the book has come out, and your ratings did exactly what I said. Yeah, and, and now all these great calls like you are going to lift and, us right back now, up there again. And now your ratings are going to be superb. I heard yeah. a gentleman calling early about 790 the ticket, how mm -hmm. they beat you in the ratings. Well, if you keep taking these calls, your ratings are going to soar through the roof. Yeah. And uh, I wish you Where's best luck on your outing Saturday. Where's that guy? Okay. What is it? I hope you. I hope you do good at your... You're outing at the golf My course. outing. Yeah, I'm going to be outed at my appearance, yeah. My outing. Coming out? WQAM, hello. Henry, you didn't know. Yes. I'm in the city. WQAM, hello. QAM. Going once. Hello? Yes. Is your cleaning lady in Paco coming? WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. My name's Joe. QAM, hello. Hey, are you going to give any tips Saturday on the slot machines? On what? Play the slot. Any tips? Yeah, my, my best tip, don't. That's my tip. Any tips on the slots? And it's... So only one tip. If you get some of their money, you get a little bit ahead, take it and run out. Run to the door. Run past security, run as fast as you can, run out to the door. Go get in your car and uh, drive away. That's my suggestion. Most important person in the history of porno, 718 votes, Hugh Hefner, 204, Larry Flint, 171. Those two. Everybody else, small taters. Randy West got three votes, though. Aren't you impressed? No. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes. How you doing? Okay. You've been getting all these calls from these morons and idiots. You've been 25 years. How long are you going to keep up with it? Another six. I got a better solution for you. Yeah. Why don't you get a young man and settle down? <laughs> Great idea. Oh, yeah. Go get you one. Maybe two. Yeah. I'm, during the break, I'm going to sit here and wait for a knocking on the door. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Yeah. Clinton and Obama are turning up the heat in their TV ads. We, we put them back to back. Let's run this weekend right now. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Newspapers call Hillary Clinton's negative attacks the old politics. She just, she smells. Oh, God, she flooded it. It went down my throat. She screamed, grunted, and pooped on the table. Well, rumor has it that she wears a sausage in her pants. Oh, dear. I said she's a total degenerate. She's obviously too unstable and too mentally incompetent. She does naked jumping jacks. She does have a mean case of man face. I have it on good authority that she's a dude. She's cuckoo. I'm Hillary Clinton, and I approve this message. He couldn't answer tough questions in the debate. He's very dirty. He's covered with germs, and he could make you very sick. He's homeless and smells like an obese man's toozy. He's your bitch, isn't he? He's got a season. George is currently out of the room. Oh, don't tell me George is doing another deuce. I believe that's what it is. Oh, my God. This is just unbelievable. Anyway... 
A Roman Catholic priest was indicted Wednesday morning on one misdemeanor kind of sexual imposition for an incident that led to his resignation as the pastor of St. Joseph Catholic Church in Maumee, Ohio. Maumee. The charge was handed down against the Reverend Frank Murd by a Lucas County grand jury and stems from an alleged incident that occurred March 18 in a hot tub at the Toledo YMCA. Sylvania Township Police investigated the accusation against Father Murd, 65, who had been pastor of St. Joe since July 2003, before his resignation earlier this month. Bishop Leonard Blair mailed a letter to April 10 to St. Joseph parishioners, stating that Father Murd had informed his office earlier this week that he was under investigation for an accusation involving an incident of improper sexual contact with a teenage male in the men's locker room at the YMCA. The victim had just finished playing handball at the handball courts while in the men's locker room. He was removing his clothing as well as an athletic supporter. When Murd approached the male asking the teenager if he might have the garment, the victim asked him if he needed it to work out. Witnesses claim Murd responded that he just wanted to sleep with it under his pillow, and then he attempted to grab at the genitalia of the teenager as YMCA staff members arrived and subdued Murd and called the police. They subdued the father. How do you like that? All right. Oh, you're back. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me another uh, Joyce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I went oh, kayaking. God. There was a log jam on the river. Serious pilot. It's a good thing you didn't get lost on the way back. I know. Get blocked in traffic. Well, I took the same route. WQAM, hello. I'm QAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, me and my brother. Man, my brother with a sock over my mouth. Yeah. Okay, Reverend Putz. WQAM, hello. Uh, yeah, comment, uh, James request. Uh, your comment, Randy Rose last week on your show. Uh, well, she wasn't on my show last week. Last week, Randy Rose on her show mm -hmm. commented that uh, she uh, her entire career to you for promoting her. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. And um, James request that bit the one if you can play it on uh, where Norma Kent uh, is uh, promoting careers, you know, with, with his fine silky hands. Well, you got to think for Norma, is that it? No, no, I just like that bit. Norma, have you one? been abused in the workplace? Yeah, that's the one. That's enough of it. It's uh, pretty weak. Five six seven oh five six. I like the other one where he's ordering the uh, eighty five uh, burger or combos and whatever. Yeah. That was more true to life, I think. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Can I speak to George? I want to give him a number for uh, Schwarmies. Say it on the air, man. Email right. something like that. Yeah, Schwarmies, uh, 954 974. Mm -hmm. Well, wait a minute. This, this guy may have any kind of a number. Okay, you're going to put it on the air? And then dump it. I, I didn't dump it, I just chopped it off. Okay. I searched every spelling I could. They didn't come up and with there's no I don't believe it. And, and even if there were, what difference does it make? Right. What difference does it make, okay? So we could go there. This guy's trying to tell us. I have no luck. Like that. Oh, I got somebody other. I got that Roasters and Toasters place to check out in Myron's at Pompano Park and that famous deli in Aventura. I'm going to have, we're only going to be there four days. I'm going to have like 600 meals. There you go. Like the old days. Yeah, that's right. Like the good old days. WQAM, hello. Norman, my friend. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Yes. Hey, these uh, county commissioners down here are a bunch of crooks. They're uh, they're letting uh, I, they're letting Lowe's uh, build in uh, wetlands. Yeah. They're extending the uh, the boundary the uh, yeah. development. How unusual. 
Yeah, I know it's not a news flash, but uh, no. maybe uh, you could uh, help us out down here. Help, help you out by doing what? Publicize it. And then what? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then get out of here. Get a life, you putz. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Who did the play-by-play on TSN last night, Hockey Night in Canada? Dan Kelly, he's only been dead for 20 years. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, that's the uh, the hockey the, the hockey announcer guy. Nice uh, game. Actually, the uh, Penguins look like they missed the team bus to the uh, igloo. They didn't show up early, too, but they did a lot of ballet dancing, a lot of uh, Asa Tikkanen kind of uh, dancing in circles. Yeah, figure skating, figure eights. Oh. What perfect this nation here in this labor-intensive blue-collar state, Hillary Clinton's message plays well. We're going to get rid of any provision in the tax code that gives a penny to anybody who exports a job out of West Virginia. And at the American Legion Lodge in Huntington. She's a fighter. You'll She's find a fighter. Oh, now there, there was a Swillery supporter if I ever saw one, man. Yep. He was as rednecky as they come in. That mustache and that red cap on there. She's a fighter. WQAM, hello. Yes, Suey. What is it? I think he's at Suey. Oh, QAM, hello. Wrong show. Wrong show, schmuck. WQAM, hello. Yeah, can I have some tickets for the Marlins? WQAM, hello. Hola. Hello? Yes. Hey, Neil. Neil, so I'm supposed to pee in a golf bag? No, not in the golf bag, in the golf club. We have the spots coming up. Listen carefully, okay? In your case, you won't be able to. You have to have a in order to do that. You have to have an Audi. WQAM, hello. Sidney Crosby, God. Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Yes, uh, hi. Hi, Neil. This is Bruce Kelly, and I owe my entire career to you. Yeah. And? Is that the guy that got candid magic? Is that supposed to be uh, uh, a magazine or what? Who knows? Exactly what's going Who on knows? Who knows? WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. They're so slow today, man. Not, not, plus other things. Yes. Put the lotion in the basket. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, shove a football in your ass. WQAM, hello. Yeah, what does Larry Jackson have against you that was writing negative things about you? He didn't write any negative things. He said the ratings sucked, and they did. So what's wrong with that? Yeah, and about the new contract they have and all that. Those writing stuff about five sixty. No, that, that was Tom Jicker that wrote that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Get, get your uh, goofball straight, will you please? WQAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. Neil, yeah, why, why are you lowering yourself putting these callers on? What would you like me to do? Well, do your bit. Come on, putting the collars on. You know, your ratings drop. I don't think this is not going to up. What? The ratings drop. I think it's because you started making phone calls. No, that we weren't, we weren't taking any phone calls during that rating. During the winter book, we weren't taking any phone calls. Not none. Zero. Well, do you actually think none. this is going to help do something? None. Zero. Well, what do you think this is going to do? I beg your pardon? What do you think this is going to do for you? Are you going to put it on the bottom of the spectrum? And? Well, you don't 
want is that going to affect my pay? Is that going to affect my paycheck? No, you'll still get paid the same. But come on, there's a big difference between on top and bottom. Yeah, you know, I know that. That's what I've heard. I've heard tell. WQAM, hello. Deal. Yes. Would you please, please read a bedtime story? No chance. I read a couple in there when we were having all of our technical defugalies. I read a couple. Mm -hmm. A couple of good ones. WQAM, hello. The branch standard, Mike. In fact, the, the, you know, it's interesting because the audience wanted the callers back. You know what you people remind me of? You're like a little kid who doesn't know what he wants. That's like right. my father, all, his whole life till the day they stuck him in the ground. He never knew what he wanted. He slept into Israel. He's coming to Florida. He's slept over here. He's slept back to. He never knew what the hell he wanted. And that's what the audience is like in South Florida. Besides crazy. If you do, if you read bedtime stories, oh, we want the phone calls. That's where the entertainment is. And then if you put these bozos on here, oh my God, please read us a story. Do anything. And then we get, you know, we get emails from Jolly Joe Bell or text messages about telling you to quit bitching their, you know, equipment uh, malfunctions. I mean, the more you really think about that, the more outrageous and unacceptable that is. I know Good thing I don't. What? Good thing I don't think about it. Well, you ought to. You ought to sit and stare at the ceiling and no. reflect on no. that for a little while. No, I stopped thinking about that a long time ago. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I work here. Oh, that's right. You've got your big meeting with Jolly Joe coming up. You don't want to mess up. Miami has the Dolphins still the worst football team. The way they played this season made everybody scream. It seems to me that losing has always been their goal. And every game they play in should be called the Super Bowl. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. If you're their fan, you'll sing the blues. The Dolphins had Cam Cameron, and one thing that I learned, he had the fans all wishing that Nick Saban would return. If you think he's a winner, then you have lost your mind. The next thing he'll be coaching is the unemployment line, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. There's something you scrape off your shoes. The Dolphins have John Beck, a rookie quarterback. If you think he's the answer, you must be smoking crack. You know they could have gotten someone good like Brady Quinn. The way they waste their draft picks, it's nothing but a sin. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Their talent scouts don't have a clue. Boring when they're on the radio And everyone was put to sleep by Jimmy Cephalo 
when he is calling play by play, it's the same old tune. And just so Mandich had a job on Sunday afternoons, and they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. I hear the fans begin to snooze. Isinga owns the Dolphins. He's hired Bill Parcells. And I don't have to tell you the way the tuna smells. They say he'll solve their problems. I wish him lots of luck. No matter what he tries to do, the team will always suck. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. Oh, what the hell? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, now they're through. <laughs> 148 at 560 WQAM. 12 minutes till 1, we got the till 2. Did I say 12 minutes till 1? I don't know what you said. Oh, my God. No, I don't either. I'm incoherent. But at least we got the, uh, the audio back. Oh! oh, my God. Now, have you ever had that happen to you? Uh, I don't know how that would happen. What's that? Where, like, I dropped out, kept dropping out? I'm, I'm sure it has happened before. It's maddening. It's like, yeah. uh, like that. There are days when it's just ever so intermittent, you know, like maybe once per segment there'll be a dropout and, you know, your uh, your heart will skip a beat like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Do you still shop at Kmart and Plantation? No. There is no more Kmart and Plantation. What about in Toronto? What about what? What about what? Oh, this is the wardrobe guy. You don't shop at Kmart Schmuck. anymore? Schmuck. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, yeah, this is uh, Neil. Yes. God, Neil, God, man, I haven't spoke to you in a long time. Well, here you go. Here's your chance. I know, and uh, listen. You Here's your chance to be our one-wheel caller today. I, I doubt it, but go ahead. I, I hear you, but I was actually at your 13th anniversary party at 610 WIOD. Wow. With Joey and Paul Harvey Jr., that the orange face guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was crazy. I just want to let you know that, you know, when you come down here Saturday, you're going to realize why you moved the heck out of this place. Well, I know that. I mean, it's just like, oh, God, if it wasn't for the weather, like you said, I'd be long gone. If it wasn't for the weather, there wouldn't be anybody there except those people you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just crazy because I used to listen to you with uh, Zeta, the bird, Captain, uh, I mean, uh, Captain Dave. Oh, God. And uh, you just played KJ. I worked with that guy. He's a great guy. He is. But I've also got a picture of you when we were in the studio, and I... I, I'm going to avoid seeing you Saturday because uh, you'd probably kick me out of there anyway. What is that? Well, I don't know. That day I was down there, uh, you know who was in the studio. The guy that laughed so <laughs> Gilbert. I mean, it was like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be related to him. Okay. Uh, but, listen, I love you, man. You're the best, and uh, the town's not going to be the same when you, uh, when you retire. Yeah, when I retire in 20 years, right. In 20 years, you're right. But listen, okay, Neil, I love you. I just might see you Saturday. I might have to have you. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, love you, love hold your hand up and say, I'm the guy that called and threatened not to show up. Whose idea was this stupid thing, this uh, appearance? Whose idea was it? I don't know. Probably it started with sales. Don't they always? 
I think it was Jolly Joe Bell. Oh, we're going to make a big production out of it, Neil. Ho, 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 ho. Until this morning, until he sent you that text message, I never realized what an impediment to my enjoyment of life that man is. I, I mean, I knew it, but I, I never fully realized it. I was going to say, you were the one that uh, was telling me way back when. Well, wait, yeah, but I was not in such terms. I mean, not in, as in total impediment to your enjoyment of life. I mean, what kind of a message is that? Tell Neil to quit bitching. Uh, technical crap happens. Like this is my first job in a business or my first week being on the air or, or crap like that. Maybe he was just funning you. No, he was not. Uh, if that was an attempted humor, man, what the hell time does his show start? Maybe two to four? That'd be good. I'd listen to that. The fat-ass Jolly Jar. I would not only listen to it, I would call in. It's the Joe Show. I would call in every day as a matter of fact. What would you say? Hey! Yeah. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Say Joe. Shamba. Shamba. <laughs> That's what I would do, yeah. In fact, I think we ought to force him to do it. I think it's an excellent idea. WQAM, not lying. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's up, dude? Um, I heard you're going to be at Gulfstream this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, look for me. I'll be the one bare-knuckle fighting you. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Have you called into the Jolly Joe show? Oh, my God. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, can I talk to JJ? I beg your pardon? JJ Jackson. What about him? <laughs> don't call him JJ. Why not? Because he don't like it. He don't want to. I think we're doing really well. We're picking up all the retards. Now, what is this thing? Oh, it's Sean in uh, Hollywood again. Real or fictional? Who was your childhood hero? Billy Cardeal says, these are two of my personal favorites. You'll get at least a couple of votes for them. Who is Chili Billy Cardeal? I don't know. Freddie Patek. He played for the Pirates. Robin, Martin Luther King, Conan. This is amazing. Who was your childhood hero? Willie Mays, John Kennedy, Elliot Ness, Spider-Man, John Walton, Sherlock Holmes, Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch. <laughs> That's gone in Hollywood, man. He's got he's got some issues. He's a car. I mean, he's a wild and crazy guy. Now is he going to be by there again on Saturday? Probably. I know he came to see you. He's going to be part of the Goon Squad. Well, he's going to be the Goon. He's going to be uh, there with the baseball bat, you know, one of them big old sticks. <laughs> like, like I sure hope Gilbert doesn't show up and go off in the corner and start crying again. I hope he does. In fact, in fact, if he does show up, we'll make sure he's off in the corner and cries. Got another letter from him today. Get one like one a week. Saying what? I didn't open it. I just threw it right in the garbage. Why? Well, I'm going to pull it out. One fifty-four QA. It's Dave oh, in Miami town at five six zero WQAM. Ramadan, 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 Ramadan.